Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. It is, in fact, another episode. Welcome, everyone. It's episode 121, I believe. Yes, 121. That's right. I almost lost track for a second there. How's everybody doing? Hoping you all have a great week. I just woke up. I'm going to be honest with you. But you know what? I think we're going to have a fantastic show, Steve, because I'm feeling optimistic today. I I know you're feeling optimistic today, so I think that it's going to be a good day, sir. (laughs) I am feeling... I am. You know what I am? I am back to Steve. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm feeling. Well, welcome back, sir. I appreciate that, man. Never again will I I be any different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm feeling myself. (laughs) You know what, folks? The thing is, is that we talk about a lot of stuff before the show starts. So (laughs) pardon all the cryptic laughter. And it's not even like. La- you know, I'm just going to stop talking about it. It's uncomfortable after. No, me. it's going to be. It's going to be. Unfortunately, I think the only way, the only place I'll talk about it is in our little personal group inside the personal group. Okay. All right. <laughs> Some of y'all in for a show. Let's just say that. Some of our How fellow I- podcasters will text me and be like, "Hey, what's happening?" And I tell them, "I'll be like, they'll be like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> now we get it." How are you, Steve? I am doing wonderfully, but I think the better question is, how are you, Dan? How was your week? Why is that a better question? That's just deflection is all that is. No, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing, um, other than the zombie apocalypse, I'm doing well. I, uh, things are moving forward with stuff that I'm really excited about. Um, other things are being finished between the two of us and another brother that's finally done now that I'm excited about too. There's just things man I'm, I'm having a good week good good and i'm glad you mentioned that cryptic thing because just, it reminds me that i needed to talk to you and be like hey man i can wake up we got shit to do yeah it's gonna be right now we can't but soon yes but there's work that could be done on the you know what we're being cryptic again i'm sorry folks there's a lot going on <laughs> there's a lot of information that i just got within the last 10 minutes or so so i'm just trying to process where do we start maybe we should just start with some of the uh what do you want to do? You know what? Let's we get the whole freaking contact information Let's do out it. of the way. Seriously, Let's it's been it. far too long. I'm sure you people have just been dying to hear it, right? Of course not. Here we go. Yo, what's happening? My name is Dan, and welcome to the Heroes of Noise. This is a little show that we do week to week. We stop by every once in a while, speak in your ear, say some crazy things, and then we're on our way again. That's how the show works. But the other way the show works is we have to have a good contact with our, our listeners. You know what I'm saying? So here's the contact info. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Reach us on Twitter at Heroes of Noise, at Dan Q Public, at SE underscore Hudson Music. That's where you find us all. But you can find all of this, everything, everything at www.heroesofnoise.com. There you can leave us voicemails, subscribe to our shows, our various shows. Yes, we have another one, but we won't talk about it right now. Our friend shows. And of course, you can join the Heroes of Noise podcast community. It's a fantastic place. It's been a little bit dormant lately, but I'm trying to wake that shit back up again. Why? Who gives a shit? But that's why. I think I've said enough today, Steve. I'm feeling a little bit off, but I think that we're going to get through this, man. I'm still a little bit lost in thought, sir. But let me go ahead and turn it back to the one and only Steve Hudson. Ever so often, we get these amazing people that are willing to donate 
to this show, bro. And it it in these times, dude. It's crazy. Not saying it doesn't matter before, but in these times, it's insane that people are willing to do that. So let me list off some of the names. Do so. Brother Fob Roris, Rob Forrest off in the house, bro. Thank you so very much. Yes, thank you. Daniel Dominguez, the Eminem hater himself, man from Farouk, the dude, the dominator, the mixer, the master, the producer extraordinaire. Daniel, I see you, homie. Don't forget. I, 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 we still got some, some beef about Eminem to handle, but hey, I see you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And Christina J. What's up, sis? I hope everything's going all right in that wonderful state of yours. It's been kind of quiet on her front lately. I mean, the do- it's the zombie apocalypse. I don't know if you got the memo. Maybe that's what it is. You know, she's still putting out fine podcasts, though. Congratulations, course, by the way, Christine. I read your tweet. Looks like she's she's up there, dude. I think she might be in the uh, 20,000s when it comes to downloads. That's pretty fucking good. And also, the fact that she does it by herself. Dolo, G. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. I And I didn't realize how crazy it is. You know, because you've done solo shows. That's difficult. Yeah, it sucks, man. Especially when you have a partner. And you're like, hey, you want to do the show with me? And they're like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I don't think you ever have that problem, but I feel Never. You. Mm-mm. I nope. Feel you. you and me, simpatico, senor. And, you know, seriously, guys, thank you so very much, ladies and gentlemen, wonderful, awesome listeners for doing that. We love you. Every single one of you, it matters. Thank you so very much. By the way, we will be doing a Patreon-exclusive show this weekend, and I'll have that out by Sunday. That might be a very eventful pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. I really shouldn't. It's it's my laughter is not coming from a place of. Uh, of it's, uh, it's coming from rubbing your hands together. No, 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 no. There's no, there's no hand rubbing. There's no mustache twisting. This is just more <laughs> of a, like a, an anticipatory uncomfortableness. I think is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Discomfort, Maybe. uncomfortableness. I like discomfort. Discomfort. Better. Yeah. Again, I'm just waking up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. At least I'm correcting myself. So, yeah, uh, case in point, you may want to go ahead and sign up for Patreon anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel terrible right now. Um, You have some uh, sad news this week. Yo, listen. Two, and I have a sad news to also say after yours. Oh, well, great. This is going to be a fantastic, happy show. Yeah, this is just a little morning that I, I didn't I didn't forget to do it. But last week when we had Daniel Dominguez on, by the way. Great show, Daniel Dominguez. We had some some high reviews for you, sir. In one way, shape, or form, you were getting high marks. I'll just leave it at that. But Daniel's great. I hope you guys like that show. Anyway, because we were so involved in that show, I forgot to mention something that's personal to me. I don't know if it's going to be personal to everybody else. It's already old news, a week old anyway. But Kelly Preston, dead at 57. Crazy. Steve, I had the biggest crush on her. Did you? Let's just say I watched the movie Mischief way, way, way too many times. She was like sort of my first celebrity crush, to be honest with you. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I just found her beautiful, man. And then in sixth grade, I just found her super, super beautiful. And matter of fact, she was beautiful all the way up until the time of her death. But yeah, it's sad. I think she died. Well, no, I know she died of breast cancer. And I think she kept it silent. Like I hadn't heard anything about it. Then again, I'm not combing the pages of people every day or anything looking for Kelly Preston news. But to the best of my knowledge, that might have been one of the first times that they actually released that information and said, yes, she is, you know, dying of breast cancer. Posthumous, of course. Yes. Yes. But I'm sad, man. It's just it's 57. That's really young. My dad died at 59, which was still really young. And it's just sad then. Cancer's an ugly beast. So what I'm trying to say is I'm sad because Kelly Preston is dead. I'm still sad. It's been a week. What's your sad news? Um, mine, I'm going to keep it quick because it gets emotional. Mm. John Lewis, man. Um, 
I'm not here doing what I do if John Lewis didn't exist. Period. How old was he? Uh, he was 80. 80. And uh, rest in power. John Lewis, civil rights beast, getting into good trouble until the day he went. So rest in peace, John Lewis. Look him up. See what he did. Um, but yeah, rest in peace. All, but dude, this has been a, this week. Okay, this is so, this, I'm about to get very, very, very in a tiny little box. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, or did he? Oh, that's true. Uh, so this week, on Monday, I'm listening to a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. My normal political podcast. And the next day, there's no show. And I'm like, what the crap is going on? Why is it not dropping? And um, in, in this podcast I listen to, I just start seeing Rest in Peace, Rest in Peace, Rest in Peace. Is one of the co-hosts names Michael Brooks. And he's someone that I always heard. And the next day, he's gone. That quick, that fast. I read this, bro. 37 years old, is that 37. Correct? And it's like, and it's funny, a few people that I even know listen to this, I think they listened only because they heard I listen. They're like, hey, isn't that dude from that show? I'm like, yes. And it's so weird because it, even though it's a small group of people that knew of him, it shows how, I don't know why that one, because a lot of times I disagreed with him, obviously, it's politics. But I don't know why that one was like, oh, it just, it was an, un, it was a, uh, um, blood caught, caught in his throat he didn't know he had gone done and I said man this life is l- just brief dude you never know and the good thing is he has this le- he has this legacy of you know podcasts he's done and all these things and then I was in the shower randomly and like I just sat there pondering life for for and not high on anything just pondering life and death for about an hour until I realized I was pruning and I was like, okay, I got to get out of the show. <laughs> and I was wondering, I said, what's the difference between some people pass, you're like, that is sad and they go. And then some people, for me, it just affects me differently, even though I didn't know them as well. And I think for me, since I'm an, a very, I'm audio related, anyone that's kind of spun yarns in my brain last for longer for me. You know, we're talking about Prince, we're talking about Michael, we're talking about people that have just they have they have spun these yarns in my brain. And then I was like, oh, it even extends to people I listen to on a daily basis. Yeah, Where of course, like, they resonate pe- with you, bro. Yeah, they spin these yarns throughout my day. And so when they're gone, I still have the residue of these yarns they spun. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's gone. And so I think in everyone's life, dude, everyone spins some yarn in some form or fashion. Maybe you put it, you don't think that you do. But it it really um, – I was listening to another podcast where they're just like, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm going to throw my – they were talking about why don't we say these beautiful things about people when they're alive. And I'm like, we do. It's just a lot of times when things are gone, other things pop up that you wouldn't even think of saying to them because it, it wasn't in your brain. We're not able to tangibly grasp those things until the person is gone from our lives and gone from this plane, um, you know. And I think if you have something that you're doing, if you have some yarn that you're spinning, even if one person's hearing it, two people are hearing it, 
it matters because when you go, I promise you, people are going to, you're going to feel there's going to be a blank in this earth on this planet. And so it makes the yarn you spend even that much more important. I wasn't even thinking about it like that until I was like, dude, when you got people he looked up to, Cornel West mm-hmm. is saying, hey, I'm going to miss you. Freaking the people that he, he, he idolized pretty much were when he, when he left, you know, when he died, they were like, oh, we're going to miss you. Hey, it sucks to hear, man. Good, you know, gonna miss you. Rest in power. I was like, that's the most you can ask for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like sure. the people that I idolize, idolize, being like, oh, I loved his music. I loved his pop. Gonna miss him. But like, yeah, I'm good then. That's what. But it really, I was like, I said, I was sitting there pondering, what is life? What does it mean? What do you want to leave? What legacy do you want to leave? How do you leave a legacy? Uh, how do you know when you're alive if your legacy is left properly? You don't. Is there time left to leave a legacy? Thank you. And apparently there is because he started eight years ago. And most of the stuff that he did, it was interpersonal communications where they're like, he would just call and see how I was doing. That matters to people. Like, how are you? Let's go get a drink. Let's get some food and wax poetic about bullcrap, about life, about rap about whatever. And I'm like, you know, dude, I'm, when I really get down to it, even what we were talking about before the show, Mm -hmm. whatever happens in my life, if I'm writing my novel at the end of my life, a lot of these things that I think are big deals wouldn't even make a chapter. It just wouldn't. It'd be full of stuff that mattered to me. And a lot of things that in the moment mattered to me would not even make it in a chapter about nothing. No, I get that, bro. I, I really do get that. It's like, I feel like in my life, there's a lot of starts and stops and never any continuations. You know what I mean? Yes. Consistencies, I guess, is really what I'm looking for. Um, so I often ask myself that question, too. My dad died at 59 years old. So that's, you know, if I was to say, OK, I'm going to live as long as my dad, I don't have a lot of time left. You know what I mean? And I know I don't. That's not a, the right way to think. But it does often pop into my head because you know, we're in our forties now and there have been people recently that I went to elementary school with mm-hmm. that are passing and it's just crazy. It's like, wow, you're so young. You're still so goddamn young. Even though I feel like I'm, I'm the oldest that I've ever been obviously. And it's like, have I done enough in this world yet? I don't feel like I have, but on the same note, have I given accolades to people that I can just do it's very easily? You know, you can very easily just go online and be like, Hey, good job on your show today. Or Hey, saw you today. You look great. Or you look healthier than you've ever been. It's something. Yes. Yes. And there's those times, those little opportune times that I sometimes fail to take where it's like, I could have said something. I could have, I could have left a positive memory on them or a positive impression. And it's not so much so like, so they'll think well of me, but it's like, you just never know when someone's going to go. Why not shower people <laughs> with compliments yes, totally. that, you know, that are real, that are that are needed compliments, that are earned compliments, not falsities. But it's is it that hard to just take the extra time to just, you know, call your mom one time when you when you're like, ah, I don't really want to talk on the phone. All those little things add up after a while. I mean, to me, it's like the older I get, it just seems like, man, I start looking back on, yeah, I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have done that. And it, it gets a little worrisome. man. so I think like. Today is always the perfect day. No matter when you hear this, today is always the perfect day to turn that around and do a little more. You know, I told, it made me like right now is making me think about 
like even what we were thinking talking about before this. It's like mm-hmm. I've left a legacy of people that I didn't exactly do completely right. Like they'll remember my name. And even though they'll be like, it's sad he's gone, they're going to remember what I did. They'll be like, that was cold. But he, we didn't want him to die, but gone, he did me wrong. Just me being me, as you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, is that the legacy that I want to leave? Because I could have done a lot of things different. And the thing is, I'm conscious in the moment that I'm not doing. I, I'm conscious that, oh, you're just being this person so that you can needle and walk so that you can get the last little dig and then go and use your little way of uh, not saying whatever, but you're using my little way of, you know, twisting people's words in order to make my point. Sure. Because people aren't, you know, they don't argue for a living, but and they also, a lot of people just want to talk. They're not ready to argue. And so when you do it, you're like, I didn't know we were doing this. And so for me, it's like, Going forward, man, even with what we were talking about before, regardless of how I, whatever, I'm going to treat people better than I've been treating them. I'm just going to. That's I don't need good. to be mean. I don't need to be mean. I don't need to be cruel. Because um, there's not just those people that you're being, that you're talking about are involved. There's other people attached to that person. That they're going to be like, oh, that's, oh, okay. All right. And so, and that's even in, you know, with this CD or the album release, people are actually coming together to make sure something happens. The least I can do is make sure that everyone so often be like, hey, thank you. You're making something happen that I never thought would. Thank you. Those two words mean a lot, too. Oh, dude. Like when even you, you, you doing the audio for this show, everything. Thank you, man. You don't have to do this. You could have fished it out you could do with your life you don't have to do this and you do it thank you the listeners you're taking the day out of your day a day you could be doing anything you want anything even for 30 minutes at a time thank you for listening thank you thank you the patreoners for donating in this zombie apocalypse when you do not have to thank you every person that supported from jump thank people that listen to the word for some, and then sent in these awesome letters. Even you know, Christina, uh, Johnny Bucks. You know, back in the heroes of, or back in the um, the the preacher days, the uh, word. You know, these these are people that took their time out of their day, and then for years ended up continuing with us. You know what I'm saying? Bucks is a friend now. You know what I'm saying? Like he is a legit friend. Nana's a friend. Christina's are like. Friends and Melissa, you know what I'm saying, are like friends. Rebecca, you know, all these people are like legit friends. Steven and, and you know, it's like these are people that we like interact with now. And thank you for yes. letting us into your life when we could have been psychos. <laughs> I'm still a psycho, but thank you anyway. Yeah, we go. Yes. <laughs> for, uh, seriously. I mean, and every guest. That has come on and every person that has invited me on their pod. Seriously, any single person that has taken time out of their life to acknowledge us and just spend a little time with us. Just I don't have to rehash everything that he said, but you make an excellent point, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone. Thank you. everybody. And, and so I'm going to make it a point. You know what I'm going to do, dude? Do it right now. <laughs> I think I'm going to make it a point. To, cons- you know, this is going to sound so childish. 
And this all came from a guy that I didn't agree with most of the time. This is so weird. I didn't agree with him most of the time. And when he it left, matter. it actually he's was a, a person, though. He's another yes. human being. And I heard he was part of. And that's the thing, people. Oh, that brings me to another point. There are people that you don't like. You think annoy the piss out of you. Family members, cousins, friends. They're going to be gone one day and you're going to be like, oh, my God. You're going to try. It's almost like a rope that's being pulled away from you. You're going to be trying to grab it. Be like, yeah, it's too late. It's gone. It's gone. There's this great parable where it talks about a guy running off a cliff and uh, he's getting chased off a cliff by a tiger. You've heard it. Um, He gets chased off a cliff by a tiger. He catches himself. Below him, a thousand foot drop. Above him is a tiger. Right beside him is a a raspberry tree. And they asked the people, what are you going to do? And they said, people that enjoy the moment, they're going to be like, I might as well eat the raspberries. Because who knows what's going to happen. Either way, I'm going to go or it's going to be terrible. But in this very moment, right now, I can enjoy the raspberry. Right this second. I don't know what the future holds. But right now, I can enjoy this raspberry and enjoy the taste of it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know why that hit me. Like, yo, don't worry about what's ahead. Worry about what can you do today. And so I'm like, today, from now on, I'm going to actually consider what I'm saying to people, how I'm saying it to people, and if I'm doing it to make me feel better, or if I'm truly doing it for the betterment of a thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually going to stop wanting to talk and actually think, like, how would this person take it? How can I make this better come across so that I don't hurt someone's feelings? You know what I'm saying? Because the goal is important, but the human re- the human relations to get there is even more important. Like if I get to a goal and I step on everybody on the way there, it doesn't matter what goal I got to. So from now on, I'm just going to stop. Be like, stop being Steve for a second. How are you making that? That person crying across the way from you? Why do you think they're doing that and you're not? Something's something's wrong here. Maybe you should reorganize how you talk. When someone's like, I'm going to do this thing for you. And I'm like, no, 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 I got it. Why did you do that? They offered to do something. Maybe it makes their day to help you. Let them do it. Oh, but I'll do it better. So what? Then redo it. You know as well as I do that I'm definitely guilty of that one. That's Dude. a big one that I'm guilty of right there. I have a, I mean, I don't want to call myself a control freak, but I think I'm a control freak, you know? Yeah. Hey, can I help you do this? Can I help you get the show out in this map? No, I got it. And that's something I've been doing from day one. So I, let, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm let like someone that else too. do it. Yeah, let, some, let someone else help you because it makes them feel closer to you to help you. It lets them feel closer to you to help you. I remember reading this book, How to Make Friends or whatever. I remember that book that everyone read. read. One of the things is ask someone for a favor. He's like, when you ask someone for a favor, they feel like they got closer to you. Ask, be like, hey, can you do me a favor and do this thing? They get connected to you. And I'm like, I so don't do that. But now I'm, I'm well, recently I have been trying to do that more. Be like, if someone's like, hey, uh, like my son, I can make your breakfast instead of saying no. I'm like, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate that because you did that knowing that you saw a need and you wanted to fulfill that need. That's something that you could do today. You know what I'm saying? And so like this week, man, it's like with John Lewis, man, I'm like, what legacy am I leaving? Like I remember being at the Prince concert and he has a video back in the 2004, uh, 2000 forever. 
the musicology tour or whatever. He had a video in the, before the, the concert started. And it just showed his legacy of what you're about to witness. Don't forget all the things he did. What's your video going to look like? What's your highlight reel? Is it going to be a series of people crying in your wake? People heartbroken? A series of I walk away feeling happy and someone's left in my wake feeling horrible? Or is it going to be people being like, when you walk away, their smile got bigger. When you walk away, they feel like they can do, they could take the on the world. When you left, they're just like, man, the only thing I want more is to have that person there 20 more seconds because I want to be around that person. That's the highlight reel you want. And that's the highlight reel I'm going for now. That's beautiful, dude. Seriously, that's a great way of thinking, you know? I think that um, it's good to hear these kind of things right now in a time where everyone, even still, even though we're able to get out a little bit more than we used to over Mm -hmm. the last few months, there's still a lot of people that are alone or feeling depressed because of all this COVID business and the financial situation and, mm-hmm. you know, the political situation, the political climate that the country has right now, there's a lot to feel shitty about. Mm-hmm. And it's good to have that outlook where you can kind of go, you know what, I, I, I'm surrounded by all of this, but how am I going to leave my legacy? I think that's a beautiful thing. I think more people should think about that. I know I personally should think about that. But to go back real quick on your whole raspberry analogy, I think you need to be careful about that. Only in the fact that, like, depends on what the raspberry is. And I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. I'm saying like, you know, let's let's substitute the tiger above as um, death by alcohol poisoning. Okay. Oh yes. Let's substitute the thousand foot drop with losing your family. Maybe the raspberry bush. If the raspberry bush is alcohol, maybe you shouldn't live in the moment. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> and, for and, sure. And eat the raspberry. For sure. I think that the parable is meaning. Hey, I know what uh, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, a lot of us live for the future. That's just the reality. And we're living for the future and escaping the past. Yeah. And, but it's so, you have to be in such a zen. That's like a next level zen where you're truly living in the moment and not for some sort of, um, you know, you're recording a podcast or you're recording whatever you're doing. Because you enjoy being around the person you're recording for, not to be like, oh, one day this is gonna be like, but what if you just enjoy doing it right now, right, right then? Because truthfully, what if your number one after you like say I leave this mortal coil and 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 all of a sudden you're number one. You're a number one podcast. People now go back and review all of them. They're like, oh, they're the best. You're number one on iTunes. It doesn't matter if I was alive for it. It matters that the legacy was fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Like Tesla said. He was like, you guys can have the present. I'll take the future. And he won the future. He won the future. And because he knew, he's like, you guys aren't going to get what I'm doing now. You guys don't get it. But you will one day. That didn't make him a mean person. It didn't make him bitter. He's just like, that's fine. That's okay. And so it's like, I'll just enjoy what I'm doing now and hope that like, I already got the reward from the people, like the people that I, that are in the group or the people that are listening. I'm good with it. That's, I am happy as a lark, happy as a lark. Um, with the album, maybe no one listens to it, but I know that you and Daniel did. I know that my family did. I'm good. I am good. Cause there's always going to be an uncle, cousin, Steve, uh, someone, you know, there's always going to be Hey, his album. Hey, great, great uncle. Steve had an album. Oh, such and such had an, oh, it's always going to be there for the rest of my life. 
what we're doing is we're sowing a seed that's always going to be there, dude. This podcast is going to live on for eternity. That's, that's the crazy thing. Like if, yeah, if we both died tomorrow, yeah. well, I guess we'd have to, we'd have to have somebody still paying for it. <laughs> you know, it's only, it's only going to be around as long as the feed is, but I see your point. Yeah. yeah. It, it's nice to know that there are, I was actually thinking about this the other day because, uh, I don't know why, I guess because we're older now and I do think about mortality from time to time, but I was thinking about that. It's like, you know, there's those times where my, you know, the whole family gets busy. We're all working. And sometimes we're just sort of passing in the hallway, like ships in the night, just, you know, just passing each other. I, I I wake up, they're sleeping. I go to sleep. They're waking up to go to work, you know, whatever we're missing each other. Mm -hmm. And I, you start wondering sometimes like, am I communicating with my family enough? Am I communicating with my children? Or I should say, I start thinking that way. And I was thinking about it the other day and it's like, wow, like if I just died tomorrow and left my, you know, my kids were missing me. There's hundreds and hundreds, maybe a lot of it's stupid, you know, but there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of them to listen to. And I'm kind of glad that that's there because it's it's not, you know, I don't want to be morbid, but it's not the other way around. You know, in my case, if I was, if it was the, if the situation was reversed, there would be nothing there. And that's, I don't even like going there. I don't even like thinking about that. But if it's bringing it back to me again and, and I left them, they have hundreds of hours to, and what, the reason I say that is like, I would kill to hear my dad's voice right now mm-hmm. or listen to him tell a funny joke or listen to him telling someone, talking to someone else, telling a story or something like that. I, I just really miss that man's voice. So I'm glad that if anything was to happen to me, at least these kids would have hundreds of hours to like hopefully laugh at, probably shake their head at a lot of it, but at least hear their dad, you know? Wow, this is yeah. we're we're pretty deep today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's the truth, dude. I mean, that's what I've been and it's weird that I didn't make the connection till today. I didn't make the connection with how I've been treating people until today. And even though my mom and my sister have been saying it, I mean like, you know, it's it's something that, you know, that's all that matters, dude, is how you treat people. That's it. Yeah. Well, That's in all fairness, all Steve, and I, I mean this sincerely when I say this, to, and I don't mean this in like a uh, like a negative way, but you are you're steadfast, you're stubborn, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and it and it takes time for you. I've noticed that about you. It takes time. People can say things to you, and it's not that I don't think you're listening, but I do think that you have a natural deflection a lot of the time. Because correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of have that. No, I got it. I got oh, it. for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's kind of nice to have you thinking this way, but I think that it only happens. It can only happen like when it finally hits you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you can just adjust your mode and be like, oh, yeah, I get it. I'm going to go ahead and just change everything because of what someone just told me. You might take these things to heart, but they may not hit until the right moment. And then they kick in. Oh, and then you're able to do that. You know, it's funny. I'm reading this book and it just dawned on me, like, why am I reading this book? There's it's a book called. uh how to win any argument mathematically. And I'm like, do I really need to read this book? Is this going to really help my interaction with people? Or is, what am I really reading this book for? Like really reading this book for? Are you reading it to win arguments? And how does that help me? Like, I don't, I don't think I have a problem arguing, Dan. I don't think I I assure you, you do not. But so what am I, I'm really doing this just to be like, here I can get another win. I'm like that. The one I should be reading is how to get over ego. That's the book. Technically, 
I should be reading, but my ego is is the one controlling the. Hey, 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 no, we're good. We're good. I'm gonna chill here. We're gonna read something else. It's 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 also you know you have to take control if you want to treat people better. You have to kind of take control of that steering wheel instead of like a lot of times. By the time I talk to you, my mom, my sister about a problem, I've made my decision already. All I'm doing is waiting for you to co-sign. And if you co-sign my decision, if you co-sign part of my decision, that's the only thing I'm listening to. The other stuff that you're like, but you really should, it's over. Yeah. You co-signed the part of my decision that I needed. The other stuff, I've like, I'm going to do that anyway. But thank you for co-signing this because that'll just leak into the other stuff that you weren't agreeing with. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? And I need to just say, how about I put everything on the table, listen to the people that I love, and when they're just like, you're wrong in this. Because there's a, there's a thing that all three of you said I was wrong about. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even close. They're like, oh no, that's that's not how you do it. That's not how you make anything happen. And I just totally just like, uh-huh, yeah, me too. I'll just listen to the thing that you guys agreed with me on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's <laughs> I, I, a human like this, thing. Bro. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I like where you're going and I, I really don't want to cut you off because quite honestly, and I mean this sincerely to the listeners, I don't hear a lot of this from you. You know what I mean? And that means that because the fact that I don't hear this a lot from you and now you're doing it, it's like I want to let you go ahead and run with it because you're actually processing things. Um, not that you don't always, but you're processing things normally right now. In other words, you are considering, you know, we'll speak metaphorically. You're writing down a, a list of pros and cons right now yes. about any particular situation that might yes. be at hand. And yes. that's a good way of thinking because, you know, you're not the only person that I've ever met like this. And I'm probably that way, too, to some degree. But you're right. There is something about people you know, going, here's my problem. Here's my situation. What do you think? Okay, well, this is where I think you might be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about the part where I'm right? You yes, know what I mean? Dude. Yeah, it's yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, listen, bro, I love you, but that is a big part of what you do. And I'm sure I do that too, to some degree. I think we all do. Uh, you don't really, dude, I've, I've talked to you and you take everything. Well, you really do, dude. Like, I don't know where you learn that. But you take everything into consideration and you don't even make a decision on the, you're just like, yeah, it's something to think about. But you're never just like, I could tell by your tone. You're not like, ha, he agreed. No, you're just like, huh, okay. I guess when it comes down to it, I'm a little more insecure than you are. <laughs> That's the truth. I've just always been that way though. It's not like, you know, I was a certain way and then I was broken down. This is just how I've always been. That's why I don't like compliments because I've never been one to really see the positive in myself. And uh, on that note, a listener wrote something to me recently that was very, very kind, and I really appreciate what you wrote. You know who you are. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave you nameless just because it was a private moment that I really appreciate. But thank you, thank you, thank you for the words that you said to me, because sometimes a really insecure guy like me needs to hear things like that, and uh, you made my day. So thank you very much. See, That's we're getting back beautiful. to the thank yous again. That's a good thing, dude. They, I mean, they're listening to this somewhere being like, you're welcome. You know, I needed or, that. Yeah. And dude, you never know. You just don't know. Because I remember the old days when I was little, they used to have fan mail where we'd actually send it into like a fan group. Like if you liked an artist, they had a fan club. And ever so often, a fan would get a, a, a piece of mail back from that star. And it would be like, oh my... They'd frame it. They'd have it to the point until you're 40 or 50 years old. That doesn't happen so much because of digital age. But it mattered when a star would just write you back and be like, hey, got your message. 
and made a joke about whatever you put. Be like, yeah, you know, I have a problem with that too. Love you. Keep at it. Dude, those few lines, bro. It changed lives, man. Yeah, that kind of equates to like a liked tweet now. Exactly. And it do- it still doesn't have the, the oh my gosh, it's time. I remember one guy has a letter from Steve Martin. Ooh. And uh, you imagine he, if I got that, bro, I'd be crying right you now. You would lose about your mind. And he was just like, thank you. Got your letter. I really appreciate it. And he framed it because you don't think you're going to get anything back. But the thing is, you don't know if Steve Martin needed your letter that day. And he read it. He was like, I really needed this because I didn't think I was funny today. And this kid is like, oh, no, you're my favorite. Then you're like, oh, my God, that's right. (laughs) I am someone's favorite. You are someone's favorite. And sometimes you need to hear that. You are someone's favorite thing. Oh, my God. We're going to open up a whole can of worms with this psychological shit right now. <laughs> I'm starting it's to think true. Oh, like, I'm having all these different thoughts right now because, like, seriously, if we just spent – not, we're not going to. But yeah. if we just spent the entirety of the show talking about our inner thoughts, our insecurities, oh, and, and, and things like this – like, I know I could open up big time. Like, even when it comes to this show, I have so many insecurities about this show. Even like right now, like, are, are, do we have, I, I don't feel like we have as many listeners and that's probably because of COVID, but, it, or is it just because I haven't been funny lately? Like I tried to be funny. I felt like I was much funnier on the word, but I'm not that funny on Heroes of Noise and blah, blah, blah. And Steve was really good this week and I wasn't. And, and, or I took a back seat and I listened to other people talk more on the show. I mean, dude, I am in my head so much about this show. It means so much to me. But at the same time, it's like it can be detrimental to your health to be thinking that way all the time. Your mental health, you know? Yeah. Um, because this isn't just uh, to me. This isn't just me just turning on the microphone, recording with you, hitting stop and sending it out. Like there's thought put into this, you know, because it's like, I, I guess we always want to put our best foot forward. I know I do personally. And when I get a message like I got saying the things that it said, it was said at the, at the exact time I needed to hear it, you know? And um, that's beautiful. I could really get into it though, man. But yeah, this show has me all fucked up a lot of the time. It's like, do people still like us? Have we changed because we're not talking about movies as much as we used to? Are we talking too much music? Are people hating the voice? I mean, dude, I am in my fucking head constantly. Yeah. You know, am I offending someone with the dark Lord? Am I blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on and on. And maybe that's weird of me to say that on the show, but it's true. No, it's not weird. It's, 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 it's an honest, I guarantee you there's people right now uh, that could, I mean, every podcaster probably is just, especially the people that are in charge with posting, editing, and doing all that are probably like, they're looking at, because they have to see the numbers. They have to see these things. Other people are going to be like, no, I'm just having fun. But the producers have to see all that stuff. And so they're probably, okay, what can we do to do this? And what can we do to do that? I'm positive that always happens. I'm positive Spoiler Steve is like, Oh man, um, maybe we can do this because he's seeing the numbers. Whereas the other two are probably just like, "I'm, oh, we're just having fun," and he's thinking, "How do we grow it? How do we grow it? How do we grow it?" You know, because you know, at, when you're the producer, you have to think of those things, and and that's I can't imagine how tough it is to always be in your head wondering this, wondering that, wondering if I could do this. I wonder if I could do that, and then still coming on, putting on a smiling face, and doing the pod. You do magic, bro. Cause I, I I would, it would be like, it would be so much for me that I couldn't do it. Cause I'd be like, my life was easier before that. It's crazy how much I obsess about the show. And then it doesn't help listening. This probably sounds terrible, but I promise it's coming from a good place. (laughs) Like it doesn't help that I listen to my friends pods. Right. 
and yes. I wish them well. And I'm glad when they do an awesome show and I'm gl- I love seeing them come up and get more listeners and things like that. But then it starts making me wonder, are we falling off? Are we falling off? I think we're falling off, you know, and yeah. it's just this very unhealthy way of thinking. And I guess it's good for me to say though, because I'm getting it out there. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> we're, it's we're good. A counseling session right now on heroes of yeah. noise, but I think big, the- it's a big part of my life, dude. And it, and it definitely is something where it's all, I'm always thinking about it. And it's like, okay, if, I do think we're falling off. Why are we falling off? How are we going to change that? And, you know, honestly, I think we do a lot better when we just kind of go for it. Maybe I'm better if I just don't put so much thought into it. Do you know what I'm saying? And just kind of do what comes naturally as opposed to, because there's been so many times that you people haven't heard that Steve has heard where it's like, bro, you're too in your head right now. Just get out because you can't even like function right now. You know, and that, there's been plenty of those. There's a couple podcasts that we've always talked about putting out. Nope, not going to happen. A, because we both sound like assholes on this one. But B, it's because I'm like, ooh, like I, I saw ugly in myself. And I'm like, I just don't want that out there. You know, I'm putting it out there right now. I just don't want it audible where you can just listen to it over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I, to- I totally get it. And you know, G, I think, uh, your a level of competitiveness is good. It is oh, good, but I don't problem. know if you. I don't know, and you might have the ability. I know I don't have the ability to. If I want to get rid of my ego, I don't have the ability to be competitive as fun. Because that's it's almost like saying, "Hey, you're an alcoholic. Just drink a sip of wine." Be like, no. If I want to get rid of my ego, I can't do that. You might have the ability to be like, it's a fun competition. I cannot. And if you can, good, because it's it's good. But if it gets you in your head, you just have to cut it. You just have to be like, well, I can't do it. Can't no, do it. I would definitely be the person there where it's not healthy. Competitiveness for me is probably, I, I don't think I go about it the right way. And that's in all aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in a, a situation right now with work where it's like competitiveness doesn't really count. Because of the way that the work structure is and the way that the institution, the union has kind of made things, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really uh, like being being competitive doesn't really apply there. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're one of the Rockettes, you could be the best kicker out of all the Rockettes. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because the one that can't kick as high has been there longer. Or, you know what I'm saying? And it's like um, so I've learned to like kind of tone it down. I'm not really complaining about it or anything like that. It's just sort of a. a uh, a scenario I'm giving you regarding work, but I've learned to tone that down there, but it's just in any other place where it's like, okay, there's like, that's how I came up with working. That's how I got to where I got was by yeah. being super fucking competitive. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And to a point where I'm sure not everyone thinks real highly of me, <laughs> you know, like I never stepped on anybody or anything like that, but I'm like, oh, well I can, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I can clearly do better than that. And then I do it. And then get that position or whatever it is, you know, I would be lying if I said I didn't think about it and be like, damn, that was ego driven for sure. You know, I got where I wanted it to be, but it was ego driven. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's, 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 a, um, I can't it's find so, the healthy, I can't find the happy medium is what I'm saying. I, 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 it's so it brings it to something I watched this week. Uh, I've been watching this documentary called The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. And, oh, I've seen a few episodes, bro. He's a super competitive person. That's for to sure. say the least. He's a super competitive person. He's probably one of the most competitive people in history that we know, modern history. And, you know, we've, we've, I saw how he would, you know, he said that a person says something mean to him. So he lit him up the next like few games, just lit him up, made him look terrible. And later on, they asked him like, did that person really say that to you? He's like, no, nah, he didn't say that. 
but he had to put it in his brain so that he hated him enough to go at him. And I'm like, yay. He's like, hey, that's how I roll. That's how I have all these championships. But you also look, and who's he doing the interviews with? By himself. His teammates aren't there. No, he put himself, he definitely singled himself out. Bingo. Is that worth it? Are you going to be like, I won. Everyone hates me. But I won and I'm considered the best. And I'm like, you can do that. That is one way to do life. But there's also another way to do life. Where it's just like, if it's a choice between being competitive and I end up being the biggest podcaster in the world. Or it's a, I'm not the biggest podcaster in the world, but I am loved and admired and people are like, he's always treated me with respect. I'll take that. Because at the end of my life, I want there to be a group of people around me being like, we want to be in the same room with you doing this interview so that the things that you forgot you did for us, we could chime in and remind you because I don't want anything being missed. That's what I want. I don't want to do no freaking documentary interview by myself. That just means, yeah, you were the great by yourself. You were good by yourself. You know what I'm saying? But totally, man. Is it worth it, bro? It's not. For me, at this point, I'm halfway and I'm on the other side of this mountain. If we do the math, do on the other side of the mountain going down, do you want to be a, a person that learned from the beginning of life? Like Muhammad Ali said, he's like, hey, don't you hate that boxer that used to hate? Muhammad Ali said, if I still hated him, that means I thought the same way 20 years ago that I do now. And that just means I wasted 20 years. No, I hate, don't hate him. I love him because I grew up. Do I want to be the same dude at 42 as I am at 84? If I am, I wasted 40 years or 42 years. I just wasted them. I threw them out. And it could start today where it's just like, all right, Steve, it's your call. The universe is going to be placing you into some very tough situations And it's going to be placing you in situations where your ego is going to be screaming at you, being like, this is where I shine. This is where I shine. Let me do my thing. And your other is going to have to be like, you've done enough. (laughs) You had 40 years. You have 42 years. You've done enough. You've left awake. And I want to be that person where Cornel West or whoever is being like, every time I met this man, he loved on me. Every time. I want to be that person where, you know, the podcasters are like, every time we talk to him, he loved on me and he made us all feel better. And I have to start doing that, dude. I just have to. For the sake of me and the people around me, there's only so long a person could, like, tolerate an ego-driven personality. For and sure. we, we saw how many people could tolerate it on that documentary. See how many people could tolerate it? Yeah. You know... <laughs> I just want to say, though, like when it comes when it comes to me and I don't want to always bring it back to me, but I'm saying I think I just want to make sure that I'm understood what I said. Yeah. Like it's not a competitive. I just want to destroy people. I just want to make sure that we've always done the best that we could do. Mm-hmm. That's really it. That's it. It's not a matter of getting um, praise like the praise yes. was nice. I needed it at that point. But for me, it's just more like I just want to make sure like if we fall off. Yeah. I want to make sure that we know why we fell off and yes. could we have done something differently? You know, that's, I take it that deep. It's like, I, I, every show is different. I'm constantly like, oh God, I sucked on that one. Or, you know, and it's not so much because I'm trying to be better than show A or B. It's just, 
are we doing exactly what we should be doing right now? Are we doing the most that we could be doing right now? Did we half-ass that? You know, you know as well as I do. Sometimes we get on this microphone and we're like, okay, well, let's just see what happens, you know? Yeah. But yeah. and and maybe today's one of those days. I don't know. But like I just sort of it's not so much that I guess it is ego driven, but it's not like I need the pat on the back. The pat on the back feels wonderful at times. Yeah. yeah. But I just want to make sure that we're doing the right thing and the, and we we are we're never losing whatever it was that got us to where we are, you know? Yes. And if we fell off, why did we fall off? I've That's been very funny. much in my head about it lately, bro. Um, I've, I have a feeling that this has sparked something that this conversation is going to be something that is going to make my life change as far as like different. I'm going to now, you know, since I know, and it's in my brain, there is no way of going back and not knowing. Where it's just like, oh, what you're doing is this thing you do. You don't do that thing. And it might even make people more uncomfortable where it's just like, hey, I'm feeling this way and we need to talk about it. And then when I'm honest and be like, no, I can't do that or I can't deal with that or I can't. And it would have been easier if I was just mean and then things went right back to normal. <laughs> you know, of my ego just be like, oh, I just need to get out of my system. All right. But when I actually want to confront issues, deal with those issues and, you know, resolve those issues. Some people aren't going to be in my life anymore, but I was honest and I wasn't mean and I was loving and they could look back and be like, you know what though? He was right. He was right. You know what I'm saying? He, he was not mean. He was not cruel. He was just honest as much as he could. And that really opened your up, yourself up for heartbreak because, you know, the truth doesn't feel, sometimes the truth is, to, like I know for everyone out there that have, has gone as probably way ahead of me. And um, maybe you had a friend that you had that you realized they weren't good in your life. You weren't mean or cruel, but you understood in tears that you're like, I can't have you in my life and and be a good person, a solid person and live a productive life. I love you, but I can't have you there. Family, wife, husband, or it's just like, you're so mature that you're like, I can't have, I love you, but I can't have you here. And it's like, uh, in a way, that's not only what I'm going to have to do with, you know, maybe some people, but it's also what I'm going to have to do with the ego thing, where it's just like, I love you, man. You got me a lot of places. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things I would not be now, but you have served your purpose. And I don't want to be the guy giving a documentary by himself. I just don't. I just don't. And you can't not with an ego. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Prince. Let's just be real. The revolution loved him. But when you really get into the deep interviews from them, they're like, yeah, one day he just called and fired us all. And we, you and I knowing what the revolution did to just be fired one day, you and I understand how crazy that is. And, and they're like, still loyal. And they're still loyal because even though he, who was, was he, he they respected what he was able to do. But when you really get deep, it broke their heart. And later on, he didn't have interviews with the group of people. It was just, he died alone in an elevator, bro. That's Jesus. A, well, we're taking people like him. We're taking people. We haven't brought him up, but Michael Jackson, they're just on a different plane. True. And, and true. I don't know if the, when you're on that plane, I'm leaving out that controversy and I'm just talking about the two people at hand. Yes. Prince yes. Michael Jackson. 
if you're if you can't get on that that wavelength with them and i don't think anyone really could maybe musically sonically when you're playing yes you could get in the pocket with him if you're doing if you're in fact doing like what he wants you to do you may not never know that you're in the pocket with him until he tells you so but you're probably able to get you know get in the pocket and have a moment of synergy you know and and oh this feels right we're kind of communicating back and forth but once that stops i'd imagine and maybe i'm wrong because i've never been you're not before. i love what you're about to say no i just think that it's just that's where it stops yeah oh and, my you know, god and, and that's deep so like hey that was great here's another thing Nah, it's cool i don't need that's that. so deep g you have you have outlived your purpose in my life jesus kind of yeah, no, you did exactly what I needed you to do, but no, this is where it stops. Jeez, Lou, how long can you suffer around a person like that, dude? Uh, well, for me, it's been like what? How long we know each other? Five years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's five. <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> we are yin and yang, though, man. You have to admit it. <laughs> that gets you good you like that one steve i give you a chuckle jesus christ dude that was fast as hell man <laughs> i don't know how you do that i wish i had a brain that fast oh it doesn't feel fast today i'll tell you that much dude Again, that was in my head so already fast. oh my god bro but <laughs> yeah man um like the more i think about it, the more I, I hope it's gonna make me a more exposed individual where it's just like you know, I'll be able to text you and be like, hey, what you said hurt my feelings, Dan. And you might be like, N- obviously, you're going to be like, oh, that's right. He's doing that thing. And but after a while, you're going to be like, OK, I'm never going to have to wonder what Steve's thinking, because he'll just be like, hey, it hurt my feelings when you said this thing. Hey, I didn't like this thing. And you'll be like, I never have to wonder. He tells me. Well, to be honest, Steve, this has been a recurring theme. You know, like I have been trying to figure you out for five years. Honestly, that's the truth. And it's going to be different. If you're actually going to do this and be able to give me those thoughts that I know you had, there have been times. Let's go back to episode 113 when we were arguing. Yes. There were things that you were saying, but there could have been a lot more said, you know? And like when we had that little span of time, I understand how you took this, but when we had that little span of time where we weren't talking for like a few days, I'm sure, I don't care what you say. There had to have been something where you're like, you know what? I didn't like what he said right there. I think I could have appreciated it more. Absolutely. You know, it might not be so pleasant to hear, but that's how we learn. Yeah. And that's how we kind of learn to to communicate with people. Totally. Uh, you're, trying you're to find totally those right. differences. And, and it's not so much of And right now, I mean, like, politically, that's everywhere right now. Everything's so divided right now that no one's listening to each other no matter what. Is that possible? Is that something that we can actually expand dude, I'm on? about to blow so. I, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing, bro. There are people that I, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, I obviously like Trumpers, I'm just not going to really just talk to them, but there have been people that are on my side, but we disagree with each other on the, the, the borders. But when you're on one side, those borders matter in your brain. You think it's everything. Those little borders on our side matter. I'm done, bro. I have to love the person and understand that when we're talking, like if they're like, I don't want to defund the police, that can cause like an argument between two people. And But I also have to understand 
I love you, you love me, we both want this thing. A, you might not understand. I, A, B, I might not understand. But we have to learn how to love each other and understand that we ultimately want the same thing. We just want it done differently. But the goal is exactly the same. A lot of times we forget that the goal is the same. Like if I'm arguing with a friend of mine and I'm like, hey, do you want to stay friends after this? And he's like, yeah. That's going to change our conversation immediately. Like if I bring that up, like, hey, you know, I love you and I want to be friends after this conversation. I promise you in an alternate universe, if I didn't say that and we went on with that argument, it ends differently. If I say that in the middle and then we continue that argument, it changes the whole groove. It Everything changes. They're like, yeah, that's right. The goal is to stay friends. Hold on. Let's, let's breathe a while before we start saying some stupid junk. Okay. Tell me where you're coming from. But if we just go and forget we want to be friends after the conversation and just assume, oh, that person will always be there, yeah. they might not. You just kind of need to take a pause before you're giving a freaking four-hour podcast the next day of remembering Michael Brooks. What did I last say to him? Did I tell him I loved him before he left the studio yesterday? Does he know that I loved him? Dude, I don't want that. I don't want the last thing to be an argument I had and just assume, oh, we argued, but they know I love them. Did they? Yeah. Did they? Or did you say one of those Steve things that they got off the phone and they're like, I'm really upset. And you just go on with your life. And they die thinking, it's not going to happen to me, bro. I'm not that. Not anymore. No, no. Uh Uh-uh. Let me tell you about something, okay? I, I feel like I'm in a weird place right now because recently, I would say over the last two months or so, I have had some pretty heated conversations with people that I've known for an extremely long time, but we now have different political views, okay? And Or at least we, we probably always did, but we just never approached it. Now, three different scenarios. First one was someone that I have known like since my kids were small. Our kids played together. We were neighbors. Uh even after we moved away, this person would help me out if I had car trouble or um, would be there for my kids, you know, events like kids didn't. Our kids all went to the same high school together, but then they were older. So like even after their kids were gone, they would he would come to like my daughter's band competition or something like that where I didn't even invite him. Not that I didn't want him there. I just didn't invite him because it's not something I normally do, but was there to show family support. Now we're in this political climate that's just so heated and divisive and we have very very different views on things so and this is something that i've really i'm trying to back up on because i'm realizing now that it's like you know what i'm just another shouting voice but i was getting heated for a while i think because i was letting the news really get to me i was way too involved with it and i started really spouting off a lot of shit politically right on facebook or twitter or whatever but this person was like pro-trump And that's the hard part for me. So they would go, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, well, you know, let's not. Why don't we just stick to what works for us? So that way we can just have a normal friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like we have Mm -hmm. you you have your views. I have my views. But it seems like if we're going to go here, it's going to get ugly. And okay, sure. And then I would say something again and then boom, it would come out again. I'd be like, I kind of said I don't want to. I don't think that's what I'm saying right now is that I don't know if I'm doing this right. I don't think I did this correctly. But I'm like, I don't want to talk about that with you because I can see where this is going to go. 
a third time happens and then it blows up and it ends up being the conversation that I knew it was going to be in the first place. Right. So I just kind of ended the conversation and I think I actually took the, the, uh, the post down because it's like, why do I want to have a bunch of warriors looking at a friendship crumbling? You know what I'm saying? Totally understandable. But after that, I got a text and he was, it was very like, listen, man, I'm just trying to bridge the gap. I won't do that again. Yes. And left it at that. And I haven't returned the text. And I think I'm, I don't think I'm going about it the right way. It's been bothering me because there have been times in my life where I just did walk away because of a, 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 a difference, you know what I mean? Maybe it was like a couple that we used to hang out with and, Maybe the girls weren't getting along or whatever, but I got along with the, with the guy and we had to just kind of cut it. And I hate that. I hate having these like sharp cuts right there. Oh yeah. But at the same time, if our getting back to this guy, if our political views are so different, I still think, I don't know, man, I'm just having this, this, uh, I think it's more like what you're saying. You know, every day counts. We never know if the next day is guaranteed or not. It's just not. So is it right of me to just stop that? Like part of me just wants to go, Hey, look, man. That was bad, but this is what I was trying to tell you, which is why I didn't want to go there. Can you can you get that back? That because I, I feel like yeah. hold on because I feel like it's going to still be there, and it's yeah. always going to be like this conversation that we need to have. And I don't see because our our views are so far, they're just so different. I don't see how we can find that common ground. And I feel like there's a lot of that going on. A second scenario was. Um, I won't get too into it, but it was someone that I've known for a long time and never, ever really had that kind of a dialogue with. I mean, we were cool with each other. I would not say we were close with each other, but I was close to someone they're related to. And that started dropping into my feed. And it was just like, but it was like the heart attack, you know, own the libs kind of mentality, which I just won't tolerate. That one seemed a little easier for me to cut off. But at the same time, I feel bad about it. You know, because it's just not my, per- I don't like to just cut people off like that. I just don't know how to fix it. Hmm. But then scenario three occurred the other day with someone who's also very pro Trump, but we actually were able to have a normal conversation. There was no debating. There was no, it was just, you, you tell me how you feel. Okay, cool. Now this is how I feel, but you know what? We have to be in this certain situation together. And I respect you as a person before I knew any of this stuff about you. So let's just not go there. And that one seemed to work. Okay. There's just three different scenarios, but two of them were failures and one of them was successful. And I feel like, honestly, I'm not saying that I was wrong or anything like that. I I do feel like whatever I was saying, I think perception is truth and this is how I was perceiving things, but I I have to give it to them. That's probably how they're perceiving things too. And Mm. so what do you do is, is it right for me to cut the cord Particularly on scenario one is the one I'm mostly concerned with because this person has is a good person, but they are, um, in my opinion, very misinformed. And I say that not just out of, a, of uh, you know, like my opinion. I guess it is my opinion, but I've seen things like, well, yeah, we'll check this out. And it's like 100% false, not fact checked or anything like that, but they're buying the hype. So it's like, do I need to have that conversation? Is it my job to have that conversation? It, it, am I right to just be like, look, can we just get back to how we were? and you know, not is, talk about yeah, this that's because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah, that's that's that is an impossible one. I wouldn't even be able to. I don't even know. That's a that's a. Um, whew. <laughs> that's I wish this person one. listened, but they don't. Yeah, but. that's. I mean, you could always be because in my brain, mind you, I've just in the last hour <laughs> was like, okay, what would what would what would ego not being there be i would 
Um, you know that that quote: some friends are there for a reason, and some are there for a season. Yeah, they're they're not supposed to continue on indefinitely. Some people yeah. are just there to get you from A to B. But I don't believe cutting off is the way to do it. If anything, it's just being honest, being like, "I love you," and I love you as a person. I just, you're not good for my life right now. The way you believe is not good, but I love you. I wish no harm on you. And just part in good where it's just like, I didn't cut him off. I told Lute, if I see you on the side of the road and you're hurting, I am never going to just pass you up. Exactly. I just can't have an intimate friendship with you. But that does not mean that I wish you harm. Our kids could play together, all that stuff, as long as you don't, you know, whatever. But I can't have an intimate relationship with you because of who you're following and what you believe. But I do not hate you. I do not. I will not disrespect you. We can't talk this thing on. Let's just not do that thing. But I can't have an intimate friendship with you right now because of what you. And maybe you being honest with him will be like, because when that comes, I imagine a person, if they're at all introspective, will be like, yeah, that was the most normal thing has ever happened to me. Maybe I am on the, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? You know what I'm saying? And maybe one day he comes around and he tells he's like, you were totally right. And I was wrong. But that's not what you're looking for. No, you're just I'm not saying, even, no, I don't even want to say, I don't want to hear, hey, you were right. That's not what yeah, I want. But I don't think cutting off because what that is, is A, he doesn't know where you're coming from anymore. You know where he's coming from. He got the last, he seems like a, uh, like, oh, I'm the grown up, which is like, I'm not not being a grown up, but in a way for you, I think actually talking and be like, look, I love you, man, but I can't have an intimate relationship with you as friends. We can't be a brotherhood right now because of what you believe and who you're following, but I will never disrespect you. I respect you. I respect your family. You know, let's, let's just, when we see each other, let's just not even bring up the politics thing, but we can't have what we had. That's just the reality. I can fake it. To be a good person, or I can just be honest with you. It's not going to be the same. And I don't think he could say anything bad back to you. Well, I want it to be the same. I'm like, now we're in a, what, what are we in a romantic relationship? What are we doing right now? Like, we're, we're, I'm telling you what it is that I do respect you. But yeah, you're right. Cutting it off, I'm going to try. I don't want to do that either from here on out. I'm going to be honest with them. And if they keep on pushing, 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 I'm going to, I imagine eventually just say, hey, respectfully, I'm not going to be responding to your texts anymore, but I wish you nothing but the best. I'm not going to just be like, hopefully, mind you, I'm going to have to be reminded in my brain, hopefully, so that they can walk away and be like, he wasn't a douche about it. He just told me, hey, we can't be friends because of this thing. Yeah. That's, that's okay. I think in the situation of uh, person one, it was the fact that I kept going, listen, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Oh, and you they did kept that pushing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. and they uh, kept pushing. And when yeah. I finally said, okay, and then it happened, you know, and it happened yeah. in front of people. And I'm not proud of that because yeah. honestly, I've never been that way before. I mean, I know everyone knows what we're talking about, but I feel like I've had a three and a half year crash course in politics, you know, and I know that you've been involved with it a lot longer. You're a lot more educated when it comes to that stuff. But personally, I can honestly say that I lived a very ignorance is bliss kind of life. You know what I mean? I I, uh, I focused on the good all the time and I didn't pay attention to the bad with with certain presidents or whatever. And I felt safer, you know, and now the world's fucking flipped upside down and I'm seeing like this really. But that's the thing. Social media and the news and things, they, they, they only show 
the negative sides of things and it's all biased and everything, you know? So it's like, there's a lot in between that I do have to consider. I may not necessarily have to, um, succumb to these thoughts that I'm having and, and just go with the flow, but I'm learning a lot about myself this over the last few months. And I think it's going to get even more educational over the next five, six, seven, eight months, who knows next four years. I, I don't know. Um, but I just feel like I don't even really know why I brought this up in the first place, but you got me thinking like I could die tomorrow. This person Mm -hmm. could die tomorrow. How would either one of us feel about those kind of things? You know? Yeah. And it's not like I want to be, it's not like I want to just have friendship with everyone. It's not like I want to be enemies with anybody, but it's like, there's just certain people where it's like, eh, what, what's the reason that I would continue this, this, um, relationship or whatever. Whereas other ones are like, this person's been good to my family. They've, they've helped out family members, you know, like they're my friend. They're like my core friend. I'm, that's the reason that my family knows these people. But this person has like not gone through me to talk to someone in my family member. They reached out directly to help someone out. And I got to give respect for that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm saying is I I guess I'm saying I miss a buddy of mine and I think that it's my fault for not answering this text just yet and it's not so much because i was like no screw this i want them to feel the loss you know it's not like that kind of thing i don't think that i'm that uh important it's just that i didn't want to say the wrong thing and i think i just needed time to kind of collect my thoughts and and answer this person now the good thing about this hopefully if that still exists is the fact that this is the kind of friend where we can go several months without talking We can go nine months without talking, but when we do, everything's kind of normal and it's just about catching up and we spend a little time together and then it just kind of goes back to it. But those little times are important to me, you know? So I don't know if this helps anybody out. I'm not really trying to help anybody out, but if you see yourself in this situation, it is something to think about. Is it worth giving up a friendship for? I lost a few. Yeah. I lost a But now we didn't cut it off, mind you. I I just uh, was like, oh, we're, I can't be like we will go to like you know he went to Reno together all that kind of stuff yeah and once he said that he was you know voting for Trump I realized I had to put and this was during ego me but it it hurt so bad that even the ego <laughs> couldn't um, it was like a shot to the heart I couldn't believe it I said I know you why yeah and it was just Fox News got him I yeah. mean it got him and so. Um, to this day, we're just, um, we, w- w- for a long time, I didn't talk to him for about two years. And then finally we started talking again, but I made it clear that there's a, we're, we're, you know, hey, check out my new car. Oh man, this car is dope, man. For sure. He did bring up, he's like, man, we should get coffee. And I think he wants to. Sure. He wants to talk and I'm going to, it's going to be, I have to wait a while because I'm not. I'm not there yet as far as ego's not going to come out. I want to be able to tell him in love what I feel and how he made me feel and how it can't probably go back to what it was, but that I love him, his family, his wife, the whole nine. I'm never going to forget what he's done for me. Um, but it can't go back to where it was because in order to be there, there are certain things that we have to be simpatico on, um, you know, right to human life right to the rights of humanity. Those things are things that it's not like, oh, we think we see things differently. Like there is no differently there. You're either for human rights or you're not. You're for civil rights or you're not. There is no. So those are things where I'm just like, you know, we can't be that. But I will always respect you. And one thing that regardless of what happens, you can't take away what I remember of our fun we had. 
We'll always have that. We always had Reno. We always got on the mug. We had fun in a mug. It's just the future is going to be different. And that's okay. That's okay. We outgrew each other. That's all yeah. right. You know? Yeah. What I'm getting at, Steve, is like politically speaking, um, it's like the only thing that's really the block. The It's like the block that I can't seem to climb over, you know, because it's yeah. like, it's not just a matter of, oh, I like this guy. It becomes a matter of, oh, I like this guy. And all of these things that you believe in are a fucking joke. <laughs> Jesus. Not man. just like, yeah. I don't disagree with them. Yeah. But on the, on the flip side, though, I could say that about myself. You know, I mean, I see a lot of things where people are like voicing their opinions about what they think is, you know, the way this country should run. And I think it's a joke. So I can't just automatically assume I'm right, even though it feels right. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, but even though it feels like I could just backtrack right now and go, but I do feel right. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a really weird thing. What saddens me is that I'm seeing a lot of people. And I, I'm sure I've probably had this thought once or twice, particularly in a heated moment. But I do see a lot of like, if this person votes for this person, fuck them and just write them off completely. That's just so hard for me to do. I get and, it. I get it. You know, and I, I mean, if it. that's easy for people to do, maybe they're speaking out of emotion, too. I kind of see their point and I understand why they're saying these things. But it's just hard for me to be that cut and dry about something where it's just like, well, if you do this, then you're no longer a part of my life. Because like you said, we always have what we had. Yeah. And those are fond memories. A lot of the time, yeah. you know, it's just, um, sometimes there, I was just, there's been a couple instances where I've just been like floored. Like I never saw any of this from you ever forever, <laughs> you know, like decades. And yeah. suddenly you are like the most charged person ever. And it's all ugly. It's not even like, it's not even a political situation. It's just ugly as fuck. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's where it's like, okay, there are other factors that want me to find a way to bridge this gap, but it kind of has nothing to do with you. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe it's yeah. a, um, someone they're related to or whatever, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to find this, this balance right now because there are certain parts of people's lives that I don't want to let go of, but I do not want to associate when it comes to that part of it. And I don't even know if that's possible anymore. I feel like I'm, I'm feel like, a lot of people are asking themselves these questions right now or oh, yeah. going over these thoughts, you know, oh, yeah. that, uh, but, uh, you see it all you see it all the, the time, unfortunately, you know, you always see, um, and it's tough because I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I caught myself, um, you know, recently, you know, when you see these Trumpers be like, I'm not going to wear a mask. And then they end up dying of COVID. Um, you're, you're tempted. Part of your, your id wants to be like, yay. But you forget their whole family are they have may have family that are totally on your side and they just lost someone. They just lost somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. And it's like, okay, I have to make a decision. If I'm going to be a better person, I have to not only understand that life is important, but like in order for me to value life of everyone and value the existence of everyone, there's some people I just can't have in my life. There's some people that I have to be like, I love you, but you need to be at a distance because you're going to make another side come out of me because seeing that ugliness up close, it's leaking to the world now. I hate all of (laughs) y'all. I just need to keep you at a distance and be like, you do what you do. My goal is to beat you. That's it. The only way that I'm going to, that, that, that is going to, cause you're still going to be there after we win. 
And I don't want you, because a lot of times we'll be like, well, I'll keep him in my life. And then when, you know, Biden wins, you know, maybe we could all, no, they're still going to be that way when he wins. And exactly. that's going to be forever. That's yeah. forever. Now you know who they are this whole time. And it's like, do I want that in my life forever? <laughs> like for, forever? Right. Do I want that? I don't. I need to be able to, I've earned us being in our forties, we've earned the right to be like, okay, now my life is going to be how I want as much as I can control. It's going to be how I want it. The people surrounding me are going to be like who I want in this tent with me. Period. If yeah. you don't like it, I get it. I get it. I get it, man. But this tent is for people I want around me. I no, earned I it. Totally understand it, bro. I do. I also like to kind of think from their point of view sometimes too. You know what I mean? Because yes, I have been pretty um, vocal about things. So I'm that person that I'm talking about. Like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about certain people right now, but I'm also that person to them. Yeah. Because in their eyes, I'm probably saying some of the most stupid radical shit ever. And, and they can say the same thing, exactly what I'm about to say. It doesn't feel abnormal to me. Yeah. You know, I've just been living my life the exact same way. And I don't really plan on changing that. When I see a negative aspect that I think that I should correct, I try to do so every time. I think you know that about me. Yeah. But I've been living my life trying to be the best person that I can be. At least, I don't know, call it spiritually, whatever you want. My entire life. And like I said, I make mistakes. I try to fix them and I try to grow from that kind of thing. So it's like, do I need to completely flip my mindset, which I know the answer is already no, to get on their wavelength just to have a quote unquote friendship, you know, and, and it's yeah. just sometimes I don't know if it's worth it or not, man. But again, there are certain things that are tied to these people where it's like, okay, but that, that I need in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I really, really need this person thing, whatever in my life. How do I fix this fucking problem? Because yeah. it's been on my mind constantly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just crazy, man. But it's like, you're right. If people are saying things right now and it's as ugly that I, okay, in my opinion, as ugly as it can be, do I really want to continue that? It's not like it just goes away when the, when the expiration date happens. Yeah. It's, it's, so. that's the, t that's the, um, I think I was lucky enough where I've been vocal long enough that the people that were not on my side know what I, they knew. They're like, we are not going to be friends with him. Yeah. We're never going to get along. We're really, we're never going to get along. But it's weird that that one got through the net or he just didn't care enough about what I said to be like, um, and that's a beautiful thing. He's like, I'll look past his far left views because I like being around him so much. Um, but uh, he made it through the net, man. <laughs> and then when Trump won, it almost felt like it was his time to be able to say all the things he felt. And that's brutal, dude. Yeah. That's brutal. I was like, you thought this way all those times that we, <laughs> we were out. So Good thing, you know, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I left one part of that little problem out. Mm -hmm. So maybe this will help. Okay. But because of these were all Facebook conversations that I'm talking about. Yes. And uh, after the fact I had to cut one loose. I'm just, I, I just can't do this anymore. Like I yes. just, I need to at least hold on to what I had before. Like you were saying, mm -hmm. and I had to cut one loose, but one day I was like, you know what? And I just, Oh no, no, it wasn't even that. I just happened to look. I wanted to look to see if the first person I was talking about had just like dropped me. 
Like, yes. okay, where are we at? Cause it really, I'm, I'm really fucked up about that particular person. And I, I, I do want to figure out a way to, to fix this. Mm-hmm. But then I looked on there. Cause you know, like when you, when you go to a Facebook page, you look and uh, you'll see like the friends in common or whatever. Yes. Mutual friends. Okay. These people don't know each other, but after that heated, com- those heated conversations, they are now friends. Jesus. So what does that tell you? I'm Jesus, asking you. Dude. Um, Two, uh, two people that don't know each other never did. <laughs> yeah. This thing goes down uh-huh. in public. Yeah. And now those two are friends. You know, you know what that So means. what do you think happened? Uh, he agreed with what he was saying. Right. But yeah. where does the reach out happen? Uh, he probably DM'd him. Exactly. That's my fucking point. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's why I haven't answered the fucking text yet. That's exactly why. Because it's in my brain, it's like, hey, you know Dan too? Yeah. He used to be cool. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh, to that for guy, sure. Th- Make no mistake. Yeah, no, no. Exactly. So <laughs> now is this just up. MAGA recognizing MAGA? Or yes. is it you know, because there certainly wasn't a man, I wonder what happened to Dan. I'm worried about him. No. This was a shit. There's no way around this not being a shit talking session. Yes, yes. And then I go, okay. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Okay, maybe my feelings aren't justified. I don't know. But that is so funny. I wouldn't have even noticed they were friends. I'm like, man, Dan went deep. No, because the way it works is it just Facebook at like if you add a friend, it's the first person when it says friends in common or, or friends list. Oh, it's gonna show. That's yeah, right. if you added someone right now, they would be on that friends list. That's the, true, the thumbnails. Dude. And that's, that's right. the only way. That's the only way I found that out. Otherwise, Jeez I would have just been completely dude. ignorant because I would have had no reason to look into it. But it was just so like, oh shit seriously and then i just went okay well there's only one way this happened so jesus yeah i don't know (laughs) it's just like did everything that i just say go out the window (laughs) i would you know what um for the listeners if you guys have had any issues like this how you resolved it i want to hear both from the people who cut people off the people who are a little bit less close be like, hey, I got to keep you at a distance. And also the people are just like, I love them anyway. We can have different views on civil rights. I want to hear those people too. Yeah, um, but I don't, you, you know what them. I don't want to hear though? Huh. I want to I hear things like that. I don't want to hear just fuck them just because. Because that doesn't tell us anything. No, it does not. That's just, oh, your opinion and that's it. No, like go inside yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like reach in there and tell us why. How did you fix this? Did you want to fix it? Was it worth fixing? I just don't want to hear the black and white, no pun intended. You know what I, mean? yeah. like, I don't like, think we have listeners that are just F. I don't think we have that. I don't think we fostered. I think all of them are fairly introspective. And even if it was like, uh, if it ended up being a I cut them off, it's not like an F them for, it's just like a, this is why I had to take, and then you'll read it and say, Oh yeah, that's actually yeah. that's actually a really good point. Yeah. yeah. The toxicity. So I'm very eager to to hear what everyone has to say about that. Cause what do you do? Uh, you know, and mind you, if you also say keep my name out of it, please, and you just want to be real honest, we will not say your name. You'll just be like, This is what I did, and uh we'll keep your name out of it. E- you know, even if it's just like, you know, just be honest, be real, revealing. And if it's easier for you to be anonymous, just do that, you know, and let us know not to say your name. But we would love to hear what you did, how you did it. And uh, if you have someone like maybe your wife, husband, ne- uh, son, brother, whatever, that are like super hardcore right wingers, how you uh, still keep a relationship with them without 
wringing their necks on a Thanksgivingly basis, you know, <laughs> Christmasly basis during the zombie apocalypse. So yeah, write in, please. By the way, that seems to me the only answer is, is to avoid the subject completely. I don't know how else, but they can't. That's why we they cannot, know. dude. Yeah. So voicemails are great too. We encourage those. But let us know. I think this is a good topic. I don't think this is something where, no, you know, yeah, if yeah, you're listening yeah. right now and you're like, oh, here they go on their bullshit again. Yeah, we're on our bullshit again. But it's, we're, I'm trying to come from a constructive place. Yes. And totally. I would like to see how we mend the gap. How you do yeah. it. Is it possible? Dude, I think this last like hour was like a, a highlight of our podcast. It's definitely cathartic. I don't know about that, but I think it's definitely cathartic for me. <laughs> really? I just, I, honestly, bro, I've been in my head a lot lately. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, yes, we have some stuff that we can talk about. And again, this is even going back in the hour where Dan's in his head too much. Are we doing this? Is this the wrong way to go? Are we falling off because we're doing this? But you know what? This is our show. And this is what we, this is what's on our mind right now. You just, yeah. you can listen or not listen, you know, but it's very easy just to go, eh, let's just hide all that and talk about the new Disney plus special that's coming out. And I just, sometimes I don't feel like this is my only platform to really do that. And that's why we do it. Yeah, At least that's I why do. I do it. You know, but we do have things to talk about though. And this is, a, this is another one. I'm sorry. Before we, we move along though, Steve, is there anything else you want to add to that? Um, no, I think it's perfect. The, the, it's perfect. It is perfect. Wonderful conversation. Can't wait to hear the emails. Yeah. Really want to know. Read email. Sorry. Relationships are important in life. And how do you get those back? Is it possible? Jesus, because yeah. you know what? After this election ends, life continues on. And guess what? Four more years from now, it's going to happen again. And it's going to yep. happen again. And things are, I guess I shouldn't say like they've never been before, but in my lifetime, they are. And this is a very significant moment for me. This is a, this is an awakening. And I just yes. want to know, are you guys feeling the same thing? Are we going to, I don't think we're going too deep in this at all, actually, because we can, we're at the tip of the iceberg, but you know, what are your concerns? Yes. Let's make them productive, man. I'd love to hear these kind of things from you. Seriously. For sure. For sure. Now I, I got a really, you. really, really serious topic to talk about, Steve. Okay. All right. So yesterday I posted a meme in our community group <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, Basically, it goes down like this. It goes down like this. If you had a choice. You. Very if you had a choice of putting pops or poking a smile. That was a terrible Bill Cosby. That was a real Bill Cosby you. 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 I have my wife, Camille. That is so funny. And now I'm sitting in a jail cell <laughs> saying flim, flam, flarm. All right. Oh, anyway. Oh, crap he is. Oh, shoot. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Sorry about the Cosby thing. So this is how it went down. The question posed is, out of these four people. Yes. And please, I'm going to ask you, Steve, when you, you're probably going to go immediately to something. Okay. okay. But just you already, you already know. Yes. Yeah, you know. I think. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? Of course. Okay. So. I asked the people, uh -huh. if you had to choose between these four people mm -hmm. that one of them go away, including all of their bodies of work, yes, who would it be? Uh -huh. The four people are the following. Robert Downey Jr., mm -hmm. Denzel Washington, Keanu Reeves, and Will Smith. All right. Now give me your inst. Go ahead and give me your instant. Can I get them in order? Of the first I would let go, the second, and the last I would let go. Uh, sure. Why not? All right, the first one I'm letting go. It's it's a uh, RDJ. No, oh, this is nice. I like this. Will Smith, Denzel. You say so. It's RDJ, Will Smith, Denzel, and Keanu. 
Yeah. All right. The first one I'm let. Who? Who? Shoot. RDJ is Avengers. All of them. Oh shoot, Dan. Gonna ask you a question. Yes. Tony Stark doesn't exist. What do you do? Oh, Tony Stark. Oh, he's gone first. MCU Tony Stark does not exist. Oh, well, then he's gone first. But unfortunately, he does exist. That means but you got to consider. I'm just asking everyone to consider these things. Okay. 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 There's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Um, there's Tropic Thunder. Yeah, that's a good there one. There are, now I don't know if you got into these, but they're the John Hughes movies, particularly Weird Science, which is a big one for me. Um, yes. Less Than Zero. Mm-hmm. And then we start getting into, this is where I don't really like him, but a lot of people are fond of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I don't yet, think anyone yeah. was fond of Doolittle. <laughs> so. No. You know, he could go. He could like if it wasn't forced to. And that's why they put him in that meme, because you have to force yourself to be like you're looking through his disc, his uh, his um, filmography. You're like, whatever, whatever, whatever. You're like, oh, crap. That's right. Uh-huh. You're like, Dad, got yeah. it. He I mean, he was. So he stays. OK, number one that leaves. Oh, shoot. Dan. Yeah. Think about it first, though. Oh, shoot. Now, I think I know where you're going to end up deciding because a lot of people went there. And I'm not saying they're wrong. <laughs> it's just, I just like to have the conversation as oh, opposed to, uh, because there was a lot of like, no, and just because. Well, okay, that's cool. I totally respect your opinion on that. Oh, but I feel shit. this way, and then I'd get like silences. <laughs> so I'm just curious what people think. Okay, Will Smith has to go first. Oh, okay, well, black. See, that's, Will, and I'll say that that was the first thing that everyone said. Oh, Men in Black, though, dude. And let's, let's go over the catalog. Yes, please, please. Daggone it, Dan. This is harder than I thought. Uh, see, that's the thing. <laughs> it's very easy to go, oh, well, John Wick was awesome. Yes, he was. Oh, shit. You know? Tony Stark was awesome. You fucking bet your ass he was. Oh, shoot. Denzel. Well, Denzel, what's not, he's not even in the conversation for me personally. But... Uh, Oh, shoot, Dan. Who do you want to go with first as far as their body? Give me Will Smith. Oh, shoot, Dan. (laughs) Okay. He made some good ones, bro. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it it needs to be recognized. A lot of people say that he's just super mediocre. I don't think he's mediocre. He's not. He's not. I don't think Will Smith is mediocre. I think he has done some mediocre movies. Let's take it all the way back. First of all, you've got DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Which if is, we're talking about yeah. bodies of work, bodies okay? of work. Oh, nicely done, Dan. Okay, <laughs> let's move along. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh shoot. Okay, man. that is a beloved show. Would you not say? Oh shoot, he's staying. He's staying. Man, hold on. Let's, let's let's be real about this and fair. Men in Black. Oh shoot. Okay, man. let's. I'm just gonna go with the first one on Men in Black. Killed it. I am Legend. Killed it. Ali. I liked Ali. I, I'm just giving you the name. The body's work. Yeah. I liked Ali. I don't think it was uh, anywhere near, say, something like Ray. Yes. Um, focus. Dude, I loved that movie. Me too. I fucking love that movie I more than I them. should. I love con artist movies, though, like Ocean's Eleven, that sort of thing. I love them. Hitch. Great movie, dude. Uh, let me just see if I can find one more here. Independence Day. In, thank you. Independence Day. That's a big movie. That's a no, seriously, like, like, and you don't have to agree with what I'm saying, people. I'm just saying these are things that should be considered. Uh, you- I may stop because maybe this is where it ends for me, but I'm just simply going through. Okay. If you're a, a fan of the bad boys trilogy, 
Oh, some come people on. love them. Come on, some people really love those movies. I love that movie, dude. That first Bad Boys, holy crap, dude! But then we have to consider things like After Earth. I've never saw that. I never saw that. Don't. I don't know how if it's good. Okay, don't. Right. Seven Pounds was another one. <laughs> that's, that's Bell's favorite movie oh, of all time. But yo, Hancock. Gee, I like that movie. <laughs> Me too. Although it got my girl in it too, though, Jay. Yeah, yeah. The Pursuit <laughs> of Happiness. Uh, it was okay. Okay, I'm just naming them. iRobot. That was good, dude. I liked iRobot. Gemini Man, I never saw. I never saw. He. I will say that he, okay, I know what you're going to think immediately. I was less than disappointed when I saw him in Aladdin. I didn't give him enough credit. I'll say that. Okay. I actually liked Bright, but no one else did. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad. I liked Suicide Squad. The movie Squad. sucked. He was not bad. No. But you get my point now, okay? I think I'm kind of through... I think I'm through. I'm sure there's other ones I can pull up here, but I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Okay. So that's his body of work. That is it. Have you ever heard the Will Smith story with the, the, um, the, the movie companies? No. Okay. So they were talking about the power of Will Smith at a certain point. Uh, it's legend. I am legend. That's funny. Um, uh, what happened is uh, a bunch of studios had movies coming out and they're like, Hey, we're going to release them on this weekend. And they're like, Oh, why not the weekend before? They're like, that's a Will Smith weekend. We don't open against him. Whole studios, dude. Will Smith weekend. He's got a the, following. Gee, he, they knew. Oh, what? There was a point in time when whatever he's in, that he's going to win the weekend. That's how powerful he was. Dan and I remember how huge he was at some point. Everything he was in, dude, it was gold. Yeah. But they and, don't and remember that. You have to recognize now. that. Yeah, you have to, dude. That's all I'm saying. You have to recognize it. So you don't oh, have to like shoot. it. But at least give him his props. So now, okay, okay. who do you want to talk about next? Holy and does crap, this, Do you dude. have a certain order you're going for now? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go Keanu. Okay, let's go Dang Keanu. Go on it, okay? Because I think, well, I have my opinion. By the way, I'm a Keanu fan. I think people got the impression I wasn't. Not that I really care, but I am a Keanu fan. <laughs> Not that I really I'm just saying it's because we're just talking. It's just fun talk is all that I'm saying. Like, said not that I, I don't get care. crazy like that. Um, all right, here we go. All right. So let's go old school. All right. Uh, the all first right. thing I ever all saw right. him in was Bill and Ted. A great movie. Okay. They're movies. They're beloved. <laughs> I am not. I Listen, I'm going to see Bill and Ted. Uh, by the way, Bill and Ted Face the Music's coming out on September 1st on VOD and in some theaters, by the way. Just I to bring am that in, to bro. Play. I am yeah, in. I'm going to watch it for sure. There's no way in hell I'm not watching this movie. That said, I have never been the biggest Bill and Ted fan. Fair. But I think that they're important because for whatever reason, they they jumped into the zeitgeist and they're every, the whoa and all that shit. That all is still there floating around somewhere. Yes. You know what I mean? They were like, the. would you say they're the predecessor to um, Wayne's World? For sure. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So, but let's see. Uh, less than zero. Sorry, not less than zero. Um, God damn it. I always forget. Oh, River's Edge is another I one. I never saw I never saw that movie. River's Edge is a very good movie. It's a murder mystery. It's really, really, really fucking good. Okay. But that came out in the 80s. Okay. So now, if I go back. Okay, Constantine. That was good, dude. Okay. <laughs> Point break. Oh, come on. Okay, but now these movies. How many times have you seen them? Uh, Point break miscellaneous times. What was the other one I just said? Uh, Constantine, twice. Okay. Because now I'm all losing track here. Um, I'm trying to find the biggies here. 
Because he's been in like everything. Dude, By the way, River's Edge, River's Edge came out in 1986. What about Speed? Speed's another one. Thank you. I was, wasn't, I was trying to go a little bit further back before I went there. But yes, yeah, Speed, of course. And then, of course, we can't talk about, we have to talk about The Matrix. Oh, dude, come on. He's Neo. He's Neo. But come on. I liked, I loved the first Matrix. I could give a shit about the other two. I didn't Just understand. I didn't do, I still don't understand what the white, the dude in the white room was talking about. I was like, what was he talking about? There was a lot going on. But then there's also <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. I liked that movie. Okay. I'm not knocking. I'm just naming movies right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic. It was fine. A Walk in the Clouds. Oh, I forgot he did that. Feeling Minnesota. Oh, that was good. Devil's Advocate. Oh, come on. Okay. The Gift. <laughs> that was good, dude. That was a good movie. <laughs> that was really fucking good. <laughs> I'm a Kate Blanchett freak, though, so. I think I would have liked that one anyway. But we, you see, so I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything that's like super big outside of John Wick, of course. Yes. But oh, didn't he do the lake house? The lake house. I haven't With seen Sandra that Bullock. One yet. Yeah. Did he do that? Yeah, because remember, it was a it was a lake house that they were trans. Oh, there it is. Yep, yeah, they were house. giving each other letters into this mailbox from different times, and they realized they're like, oh my god, we're not in the same time frame we're like two days apart or two years apart it was good dude okay so let's take those two right now okay and again i'm not trying to win anything i'm just trying to put them side by side the movies that we listed for will smith versus the movies that we listed for keanu who has a better body of work keanu's out of here see dude i kind of tend to agree with you i know that's gonna piss people off but i think a lot of the people that we are asking and i'm not insulting or anything like that i think they're really big on the 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 John Wicks and the Bill and Ted's. Mm-mm. And I get that 100%. Yes. And I realize that all of this is just subjective. But personally, if you take John Wick alone out of the mix, I'm already picking Will Smith. Gee, if Will Smith only did Fresh Prince albums, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Independence Day, he's getting, he's getting Keanu out of here already. Yeah, see, a big argument for Keanu is Bill and Ted, but for me, it's just I could take it or leave it. Yeah, he's out of here, dude. Bill Will Smith did a grip before he started movies. Yeah, <laughs> he had already done a grip. He, you know, the thing is, is that Keanu is very much in the media all the time. Uh huh. And he's super likable. Yes. Oh, let's not forget, always be my maybe. That was a classic role. I never. Saw- oh, you did a great. Yes, you did. Fantastic job, dude scene or you know what i mean like it was a very short scene he was great but it was fantastic he knew exactly what he was playing yeah and he's cool as shit and he's super nice one but i'm not trying that's the thing is that i'm not talking about keanu reeves the man no or will smith the man i am talking about their bodies of work and it's really all subjective like i said but personally i i was really thinking about it for like honestly gail and i were talking about it and like an hour passed by and I went, you know what? I'm still fucked up about this a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, having, dude. I'm having a hard time picking. That's But rough, that's why. Man. Because, I mean, it depends. If you just think all the movies that I listed for Will Smith are just garbage, then obviously you're going to go with Keanu. But I'm speaking from a place of actually enjoying his body of work. Uh, so, Dan, Dan, I might shock the world today. Mm-hmm. I might shock the world today. I think today. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Real quick though, and then we oh, have crap. Denzel. Just to me, do we need to list his body of work? Because there oh, were some on. people no. that took Denzel out like right away. No, Denzel. He's le- like everyone will say he's a legend. He's one of our modern legends. 
Plus, he's the oldest out of all of them, to the best of my knowledge, and he is still killing it. Kill and him and him and Sandra are back on screen again together after 27 years. I'm not Sandra. Him and um Julia Roberts. Yeah, who him and Julia Roberts are back on screen together. In what? I don't know what it's going to be, but they're like they signed uh, for a movie together. Oh well, good. I'll check it. I love them both, dude. Two She's legends. So, two legends. <laughs> but <laughs> let's get to what, what were you going to say? I think I know where you're going, dude. Okay, hey. Okay, number one, everybody calm down. Yes, just calm down. Just everybody calm. Just, just calm fucking, down. Yes. Pull, but, the, pull your chonies out of your ass and just realize we're having a conversation. Yes, just calm down. People. I hear y'all already. I can feel radio. it. Can oh, feel for it sure. My headphones, my ears are hot. As soon as I said, I'm about to shock, I, everyone was like, he better not. Okay, I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of Will Smith's. He's been a cornball for the last few years to yeah. me he uh-huh. got played recently right <laughs> and so i'm like oh he's a cornball uh, ladies and gentlemen if we're talking about bodies of work people because mm-hmm. let's not be let's not forget man in black cat, cat. that was gee he made a song for Summertime. a hit movie Some, oh <laughs> don't fucking tell me ladies and gentlemen that when that fucking song comes on you're like oh shit and you turn it up here it is a groove slightly transformed come on come now. on okay okay people i'm about to shock the world listen listen we're talking about bodies of work uh-huh say it steve that's why i asked there's no question here it comes that denzel is a master of acting and his movies are legendary but if we're talking about a, if I put on my wall the bodies of beast modes that, or the bodies that Will Smith has laid to rest during his weekend openings, if we listed the, his number one weekends and the movies he beat for number one, his cemetery <laughs> would be like, Jesus Christ, dude. He beat that? Yeah, he did. Um, oh, you might actually shock me right now. Uh, it's uh, Will Smith is the one to beat in this conversation. He's the out one of everyone. Out of everyone, he's the one. To That's beat. really shocking. He's there's no one. Watch out! The, there's a tomato flying at your head, dude. Th- who? He's left bodies in the. Gee, he's left bodies, bro. He went from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. To bad boys, uh-huh. and people accepted it. Like, yep. oh yeah, he seems Kyle Lowry or Mike Lowry. Yeah, I believe him because he had the swag, dude. He went and put on the swag of Mike Lowry. What are we talking about? It's over. He's the one to beat. <laughs> All right, so now let me hear your order. All right, here we go. Oh shoot! <laughs> Shall I do the Denzel body of work? Just so no, do the RDJ. Tack on it. Okay. Well, I kind of did already. But I'll do it I again. No, but the, do the Avenger thing. Do it from Iron Man. Oh, right, but you know, he's in all the freaking the Marvel MCU oh, is man. dependent on Robert Downey Jr. Damn. Everything up oh, to shoot. Infinity War, bro. He even did Homecoming. Jesus, what was the last one called? Uh, Endgame. Endgame. Thank you. I knew I was. I knew I was missing one. I'm like, hold on. I'm. I'm too involved in too many other bodies of work right now. Yes, Endgame. It didn't sound right when I said. You know what I watched? Endgame. You know what I watched this last week? What Endgame? 
the reactions. Oh God. How many times are you going to watch that shit? It's literally been a hundred and I cried this last time. Not to go off on a tangent. Did you ever watch man of steel? The one that I sent to you? Of course you didn't. All right, let's get back to it. Did you so, send me, you sent me man of steel. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. I just, okay, cool. I didn't want to go. I'm gonna, I want to watch it because I'm, I'm a, by the way, you're going to like it. I'm telling you right now, by the way, as of the last two weeks, I'm a massive, uh, 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 Henry Cavill fan. Like, it's over. He's won me after the man from uncle. He is probably anyway. So here's what we're going to do. RDJ has what Dan knows is my movie. He knows in game is my ish. That's your stuff. It's what I do <laughs> on your left. All right. But. His most recent movies in the middle of all the MCU stuff outside of, I don't even, I don't even think that uh, Sherlock counts. I don't think that was, uh, that was before. Um, the Judge. I like The Judge a lot. I like The Judge too. A Chef, he had a small role in Chef. Oh, I didn't know that. Due Date with Zach Galifianakis, oh, which was, was pretty funny. It was, that was funny. a pretty it funny was movie. Fine. That was during Zach's heyday. Uh, <laughs> but after that, yeah, I mean, it pretty much, Charlie Barnett was another one that he did. I didn't see that. Or Bart, oh, Jesus, Charlie Barnett. That's the comedian. Charlie Bartlett is what I was trying to say. I never saw that movie. Zodiac. I didn't like that movie. I don't know the why sh- people loved it so much. Uh, he was Dr. Kozak in The Shaggy Dog. Okay. I'm saying that on purpose. Okay. Um, good night. Good luck. But the one that the standout of any of these movies for me is always going to be Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. That was a great movie. Because it was fucking fantastic. It, it was, was this, a great movie. It was his comeback role. Mm-hmm. Like he beat the odds. His ass should have been dead or in jail. He beat the odds. Dude, and he came uh, back and made Tony Stark. So. That's Dude, that and also, you already know who I'm giving props to that on because I give him props for everything he does. Johnny Fav. For him to see him as Tony Stark, bro. That is genius beyond genius. Johnny Fav should be one of the big names. <laughs> well, he is, but he should remain one of the big names at Disney right now for doing Yo, what he's doing. Dude, no freaking question i mean he's uh, he's just genius but i okay here's my list here is it here is here's what's gonna happen oh (laughs) here we go um the first one that's leaving is keanu (laughs) the second one is rdj third denzel the number one that can't leave is will smith wow he can't <laughs> the shot heard around the world he can't you think i'm gonna go through a life without parents just don't understand in summertime See, and that's what the I'm fresh saying. prince of bella you think that's what's happening yeah and the, and the thing is is that everyone has a right to their own opinion and it's obviously this kind of a silly game that we're all playing but it really just matters on how these things hit you i was like 15 yeah. 16 years old when parents just don't understand yes! how. I was with like my first girlfriend driving around in the first time in a car by ourselves Thank and stuff like you. that. Like there's things that are attached to those memories. You know what I mean? They're not necessarily fond memories, but it's part of my younger life Come all on, the dude. way up until now. And yes, none of his, um, a lot of his movies, shit. A lot of his movies were hits though, bro. A lot of hits, them weren't dude, hits. but big hits. He was a beast, bro. He, he was still a beast. I, here's, here's another shocker for you. Guess what? Hmm. I don't think he's made his best movie yet. Oh, that that might be an interesting. I think uh, I uh, I do. Let's believe, give him the Travolta factor. Oh, he could totally. 
He like, never had that lapse where it was like he was doing shit like uh, who's true. talking and who's talking to. Well, let's be real. Focus wasn't. That was a good movie, dude. It was fantastic. So people just slept on it. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so good, dude. And he mm-hmm. has the mic. It, it's almost like a sequel to Bad Boys. If, if Mike Lowry left and became a con artist, that's who yeah. that is. He it's d- undeniably good. So good. And I love Margot Robbie. And they love each. When you see them off camera, I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. They just get along. And There's you a reason they're still it. working together. It, are they still working together? Well, I mean, up to Suicide Squad. Oh, that's squad. right. Suicide Squad. Yeah, they, they, they're they like, we legit like each other for real. And so I'm like, it translated on screen. So, yeah. yeah, Will Smith can't. He can't. There's too much that I have. Like, I grew up on that dude, man. He he was the first. I believe he, he uh, won the first hip-hop Grammy because he was Will Smith. Will Smith is just a likable dude. He made a, a show that should not have been anything produced by Quincy Jones, a music artist. He made it a hit, bro. A hit. Do you remember that fan-made Fresh Prince movie trailer that came out like a year and a half ago? Uh, oh, I some- do because he said something to that guy about it. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get that dude on. He didn't even like answer, but that shit is phenomenal. Like I wanted really to see that movie. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's this is perfect. Really, it, I think it's going to happen. We'll see. I really hope it does because like I was sold on that trailer, just a mock trailer, a fan made trailer. So good. I don't even know. I wish I knew the guy's name right now. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but if you guys look up, uh, how would they look that up, Steve? Fresh I would Prince, say Fresh Prince uh, movie trailer. Fresh Prince movie trailer. Check yeah. that out. I'm sure we talked about it when it came out, but if sure you did. haven't seen it, Watch that shit because that movie needs to be made right there. So what's, again, what's to go your over, list, you said it's Will Smith. No, excuse Will, me. Okay, number one that leaves is Keanu. Keanu. The second that's out of here is RDJ. Uh-huh. Third that leaves is Denzel. Fourth, you got it, dude. He is So you would got, take Will Smith over Denzel, is what you're saying. Yes. His his body of work, yes. Wow. Because, dude, we're talking about summertime and well, yeah i know but let me ask you this question i'm not going to try and sway you but just to put this in as food for thought who's the better actor oh, denzel, denzel or will smith denzel. of course okay all right just make yeah, sure we're on the same course. page and denzel has my favorite movie of all time under his belt but with a body of work we are like why are there you put this in if they really spent time thinking about it technically there is no conversation it's not even fair that they put Will Smith in the conversation. That's like saying, who's the better basketball player? Muggsy Bogues, Kevin Duckworth, Michael Jordan. Be like, well, okay, come on. What are yeah. we- <laughs> Give me a competition. <laughs> Will, it's not fair. Yeah, man. I mean, I just, I, I think I wanted to include this in the show because I don't think that Will got the respect he deserved. Oh, man. It, I, I know. And, and again, it's just opinions. And I get it. If you don't like Will Smith, you don't like Will Smith. But to say that he doesn't have a solid body of work is <laughs> I can't I can't accept that opinion. <laughs> no, I just can't. Also, you're if you think Will Smith isn't the one on top, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, OK. Body here's of work. Here's yeah. yours. Go. Okay, well, here's the deal. This is how it was before we started talking, okay? Okay. Keanu would be the first to go. Gone. But I'm not really, again, I'm going to watch the movie probably the day it comes out, but I can't say 
that Bill and Ted is this magnificent <laughs> body. I'm sorry. If you liked the movie, you fucking liked it. But don't tell me that shit's ever going to win an Oscar or something Fair. like that. Okay? Fair. That's, that's my point. I'm not trying to insult the movie, but that's how I think about it. Um, I loved River's Edge, but I saw that movie maybe twice and I haven't seen it since. Okay. Um, and again, I think he's a super likable guy. All right. But if you take John Wick out of the mix... I'm not even going to say that Neo has enough to really count against that. Personally, that's just me. It's pissing me. I can hear him getting mad right now, Steve. Oh, they're getting so they're mad like, at you, you Dan. Dan. I can hear it. That's okay. Oh, they're mad at I've you. I've been told worse. I've been told worse. Uh, yeah, Keanu was the first to go. And then Robert Downey Jr. is that if you take Tony Stark away, but he didn't. But you can't take Tony Stark away because this is. I didn't say that I could. <laughs> I'm saying, so you, calm dog. your fucking ass down a little bit. Yeah, you, you that's mad right now, fuck off and listen for a second. <laughs> Take him out. It's uh-huh. no longer there. Does that body of work stand to compare to the other bodies of work? The answer is no. I'm sorry. So it's now Keanu goes. RDJ goes. Now, before we started talking, it was going to be Will Smith goes and then Denzel, meaning Denzel is at the top. Yeah. And I still think and he, out of all of these actors, he is the best. He's the most yeah. seasoned, educated totally. actor out of all of them. Like totally. he is a class act thespian. You know what I'm yes, saying? Totally. <laughs> Not to mention that he has theater background. Totally. Okay. Now do the other ones just for the sake of being fair. Does Keanu have? <laughs> I don't know. To be or not. Oh, be. he was in a, a Shakespeare movie. That. Is the question. <laughs> That's right. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, but is he doing Broadway? I don't think he did Broadway, bro. Because if you cut your teeth in Broadway and then go on to do these things, that just makes you even better. Yes. Because not only can you, you can respond to like, cut, do it again to get the perfect take. Nope, that's not it. Cut. Okay, that's the perfect take. You got to go out there and do that shit live every night. Yes. And kill it. So Denzel, whoo, okay, um. Jesus Christ. I may have to tie Denzel and Will, dude. I may have to. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's because fair. of the prior bodies of work before they even, like, I'm, I'm counting Will Smith's musical career. Granted, he didn't set the world. No, he kind of did, he actually. He set the world on fire. He kind of did. There are two separate times. Like, I'm not counting getting jiggy with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, but he am. did. He, he did, did set the world on. Yeah, he did. But, but Welcome he did. to Miami. That's the thing. He sure I'm talking did. about personally. Like, he didn't go, oh, that, that flipped my whole mindset. But it was on my radar. Just the two of us was everywhere. Yeah. You may not have to have liked these songs, but you could not fucking avoid them. Back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nightmare. Shit, I'll even throw Nightmare on my street in there. Dude, that used to scare the hell out of me. Of course it did, Steve. Of course it did. <laughs> Everything scared you when you're little. Gee, when they had her, I was like, they got Freddie on tape, and I would just fast forward it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Gee. Oh, God damn it. Malcolm X. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Oh, right, Hunt, what is it? What was that one with him and um, Gene Hackman? I know the movie. On the submarine. About. Was he in The Bone Collector, or was that? Uh, yes, am I Bone think, Collector. Yeah. Yes, okay, yes. so, God damn it. Whew, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. Here we go. Keanu is the first to go, then our DJ. Yes. Mm, fuck. This is just for the craftsmanship of things. I'm gonna go then Will Smith, then Denzel. That's fair. That's fair. I but but it's yeah. like almost tied when it comes to those two. Dude, that's a fantastic list, bro. That is a 
They should do more of those because people just say off the top of your brain, like I thought Robert Downey. I was like, oh, he's up there. But then right. you when we went go through their beat Endgame, right? Bingo. But when you went through their their filmography, you're like, oh, wait a minute. We forget who Will Smith is, ladies and uh-huh. gentlemen. He comes up from dude. I dude. genuinely like that guy. I know a lot of people don't. They I love oh, him. but all that bullshit that's going on with uh, him and Jade. I don't give a shit about that. That's their that's their life. They've they decided the on this thing. Yeah. But notice they've been uh married longer than a lot of these other Hollywood that did it right. They've been married for years, dude. And yeah. maybe this were and he's the king of no ego, apparently. He just lets her, you know. Hey, get- you know what? How a couple <laughs> handles their business is their business. Gee, as a married person, you understand like a lot of married people are quiet on this. They're like, y'all don't understand. Cause they made fun of him because he said uh they both shook hands and was like, bad marriages forever, and shook hands together. And they're like, I don't want ever no bad marriage. And other married people came in. They're like, oh, you're just young. You don't understand how it really is you after 20 years of marriage. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you just tolerate each other. Some, sometimes you just have to Which tolerate. Which your little five-year marriage. Listen, you, dude, they've been together for 20 plus years, bro. I've been married for five years. What you want, a cookie? That's what Ex- you're supposed to thank do. Thank you. You got thank married. You congratulations congratulations they made an arrangement and will smith is ego ego less enough to be like i told you you can do it and you did it how do i get mad at that come on will smith i'm just gonna go on to say he's just a cool motherfucker when you see him he's just cool he's got his shit together all the time he always looks good does not age no will smith did not get i'm sorry folks and the people that or that participated I appreciate every one of your opinions, but no one just broke it down like we broke it down right now. No. You just went, nope, it's this and that's that's it. Mm-mm. That's my logic. It's now, this may actually invite a lot of arguments, <laughs> but that's okay because, not arguments, discussions. I like discussions. Let's bring it on, man. But that's our opinion. Dude, here's the thing. If we're talking bodies of work, bro. Yeah. When we go, Den- okay, Denzel, Win- oh, Denzel, Will, Denzel, Will, Den- and then it's over. Wow, that was tough. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Game over. You're not going to compare that to St. Elsewhere. With Den- no, you're not. You better get out of here with that bull drive. It's over. I'm going to be fair and list Denzel's body's work real quick. Just so okay. because we didn't. All right. Ooh. The Equalizer and Equalizer 2. Both good, dope dude. as shit. Both. First one was better. <laughs> the first one was better, but they were both Ooh, dope They were as both shit. good. And I believed he was that guy. Yeah. Roman J. Israel Esquire. Did you see that I one? I liked it. I thought it was it's good. good movie. It's a very yeah. good movie. Very um, much have- better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I have not seen Fences. Oh, dude. It, it's, right now is not the time to see that because it's just too emotionally taxing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two Guns. Flight. This is just in the 20s. Flight was This is really just in the 2010s, good, 20s. Dude, Flight was really good. That's when he's the alcoholic, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. And he turned the, the plane upside down. Uh-huh. Whew. I'm skipping a few here, but um, Book of Eli. Oh, my God. That, that was, was good. That movie was dope as shit. Shoot, Dan. American Gangster. Oh, Dan. Okay, you see now, listen to me, son. The Manchurian Candidate was still good. Not a, not Holy great, crap, but dude. fucking good. Man on Fire. Oh, dude. Out of Time. Antoine Fisher. Oh, John Q. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Training Day. Oh, Dan. Remember the Titans. The Bone oh. Collector. He Got Game. Fallen. The Preacher's Wife, Courage Under Fire, Devil in a Blue Dress, Virtuosity, Crimson Tide, fucking Philadelphia. Oh, shoot! The Pelican Brief, Malcolm X, Ricochet, 
Mo Betta Blues, Mississippi Masala, Heart Condition, Glory, and the list goes on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying Glory, to tell you, Denzel dude. does not belong to be. If you if you oh, went to Denzel shoot. right away, you did not put thought into it. I'm sorry. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so you know what? Denzel wins. Oh wait, dude. Denzel wins. It's Denzel, and then Will Smith. Oh shit. And then RD, RDJ, and then Keanu. Meaning that Keanu goes first. Training day, bro. Training day by itself. Fuck with me. Oh shoot. The Pelican. Uh, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> Thank you. Gee, when he was just like, oh, you, you all right, so- <laughs> all right then. <laughs> he said, "I'm putting each one of y'all behind." Uh-huh. Oh, that was such a good scene, dude. Yep. Ooh, oh, I got shoot, mad echoes. Did you take your headphones off? Oh, oh, thank you for telling me. I didn't know it, they were all. <laughs> there we go. How are you Dan, listening to me? I did not know. Damn it. Hold on, hold on. Do you want to change on. your, before we no, move I'm along? No, I'm thinking because you, did, you brought up some good, virtuosity was good, bro. With Russell Crowe. He's never bad. Remember Ricochet? Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, He's, he might be a little over the top sometimes, but that's the script. Oh, and Glory. Denzel is never bad. Oh, damn it, dude. Glory was shown in every freaking high school. Come on. Fuck with me on that, ladies and gentlemen. At least I cited my, at least I backed my work. You know what I'm saying? I backed my opinion with bodies of work that they've done. Oh, Philadelphia. Come on, man. And it had Tom Hanks in it. To which Tom Hanks was like, in that actor studio, he was like, it was like watching art in person, watching him work. For Tom Hanks to say that about you, he's like, it was like I was watching. It was incredible. And it was an important movie, too, because of the subject matter. Exactly. Oh, Oh, you got to make more of these, Dan. <laughs> I didn't. You really hey, have record, to make more hey, of these. Just dude. so you know, this wasn't like I just sat around and thought up something brilliant to talk about. This was just a meme I found, posted it up because I knew it would start a conversation, and it really started a conversation. Oh, you didn't. Ori- you didn't originally make this, Dan. No, 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 no. I told you. Oh, that. I no? said it was a meme. Yeah. Hey, I'm not plagiarizing people's shit. I'm just telling you huh. that I put it out there. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, it's Denzel. Dag on it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, but wait, wait. I wasn't trying to win, but thank you for at least but seeing Fresh what I'm Prince, saying. bro. I know. I, and, and again, I'm happy to tie them. Okay, let's tie. I'll tie them because I can't live in a world without summertime. Yeah, neither can I. To this fucking day. That, mo- that, ga- that freaking mo- song comes on. Drums, please. Exactly. You've, you, you, you've even incorporated it into the show. Did I? You say drums, please all the time. Oh, I took it from them. For sure. No shit. Well, Jazzy Jeff. I took it from him. God. And ladies and gentlemen, the victor of the debate, (laughs) Will motherfucking Smith and Denzel Washington. You might disagree, but you're wrong. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. What? Uh. Okay, his rapping skills aren't great, but you feel me. Say what? 
his rapping skills aren't great, but no, you know. but the song, it, no, get me wrong. I'm not like I'm saying he's the best rapper of all time, but you said it yourself. You can't live a day without summertime. No, dude. When that, here's what I will tell you. Any barbecue, people can mm-hmm. be talking and not really wanting to dance. That song comes on. You're hearing it. Hey, immediately. Be like, this is my cut. <laughs> and if it's summertime. Oh, gee. And the song comes on. Gee. And you're like vibing it up with good people. It's over. It's over. We're Forget dancing. We're exactly. dancing, bro. We're dancing. Yeah. Okay, wait, or at least wait, going, then. Oh, shit. That's my jam right there. You're doing something. You are not just going, oh, God, it's summertime. You know what? I'm giving Will Smith the win. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to give okay. Denzel the win. If okay. we're going, if we are not tying, I'm going to give Denzel the win. You give Will Smith. But totally personally, fair. I think they're kind of tied. That was so fun. <laughs> yeah. It seems so cut and dry when you first listed them. Right? It does. But you have to think about it a little bit. But that's the thing is I did not make this up. This is just something that I saw and I decided to go ahead and share it with y'all. So I'm, I hope this uh, sparked a little bit of thought. You got to make another one, bro. I will try to make one on my own. I shall not that's a good, that's a good, like this one make, um, for the wonderful women out there, like Julia Roberts, someone else. Cause Julia's going to be hard to beat for anyone is she's going to be hard to beat, but there's someone out there that can make a conversation. Let's talk about this and then we will make one. I'll put up there for us. Our okay. own personal meme. Who beats Julia Roberts? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I don't know. I, you know what? Honestly. Oh, who beats Julia Roberts? Who beats Julia right Roberts? Right off the top of my head? Yeah. Meryl Streep. Dude, I think you're, hold on now. Once you go head up, <laughs> once no, you go head Meryl up, Street, I don't Meryl know Street. if Meryl Streep beats Julia Roberts. Meryl In, to me, does. Okay, we'll see. Because well, I don't Yeah, think, let's save that. Can you name five Meryl Streep movies? So, <laughs> you got me on the spot right now. Let's see. I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you. I could probably name five Julia Roberts movies faster. For but sure. I don't think that I like her as much. That smile, dude. Show me that smile. Okay, I'm cheating. I'm that. cheating. The Devil Wears Prada. I know you've never seen that. That's a great, great, great fucking really movie. good things about it's that movie. It's so fucking good. It's right up your alley. I don't know why you haven't watched it yet. I Sophie's love it. Choice. Oh, shoot. Dude, Big Little oh. Eyes. Mama oh. Mia wasn't my thing, but a lot of people liked it. The Post. Dude, you know uh, what? That's true. I know, but I'm looking, though, because I'm looking at some of these. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't know, because Julia Roberts has hit, 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 hit. Yeah, depending on who you ask. Like, I, if you're counting Runaway Bride, I'm going to have to end this conversation. Right that now. was a good movie. I have to end this conversation right now. Th- you didn't like Runaway Bride? Honestly, I know, again, it's all subjective. That is probably one of the movies I hate most out of every movie ever made. I did not know that. Is I there a reason? I hate that movie. It's just fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid ass premise <laughs> and the way that they react and the whole oh is she's gonna walk up the stairs she's gonna walk down the aisle is she is she not oh and she's doing the whole am i am i not it's, it was the stupidest fucking movie i've ever seen in my life that's fair. i hate matter of fact that is the yeah that is my worst hated movie ever that's totally now but you got to give her was she in fried green tomatoes and still magnolias hmm or am i I've getting seen them confused? both but it's been a hot minute but I you think can't she was in both of Mystic those. Pizza. You can't fuck with that one. Flatliners, yeah. dude. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, dude. She was on a tear, bro. Aaron Brockovich. I mean, come on, P. Yeah, she's solid, bro. I'm not. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with she you. She could. She puts her. She puts. She. She's in the conversation. If you put Julia Roberts, uh, Meryl Streep, 
well, who's homegirl from um from um basic uh, uh not basing is uh what was that movie with uh Kirk Doug Doug Fatal Attraction? Who was she? Sharon Stone. Fatal Attraction was set Sharon Stone. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, uh no, not Sharon Stone. What was I? What think was her was? name, dude? I know who you're talking about, and that's I can not Meryl Streep, is it? No, no, no. It's uh Glenn no, Close. Glenn Close. Thank you. If you who put Ju- phenomenal, by the way, fun. If you put Glenn Close. Julia Robert, Meryl Streep, and Charlize Theron. Was it Sea Oak that she was in? Oh, she was great in that. It was Sea Oak, right? Yes. Yeah, only one, only one episode, but goddammit, it was good. I think you should put those four. Charlize, Glenn Close, Meryl Streep, Julia Roberts. Uh, not Charlize. Nah, Charlize is fantastic, but I think there's probably someone stronger that we're missing. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh... Angela Bassett. Dude, I have a, I have, bro, that's not fair. I have a Why? thing for Angela. This is, but it's still, it's, I mean, it's still a fantastic body of work. It is a fantastic body of work. Ooh, and you know who could come up in the rear is, uh, that's what she said, is uh, um, <laughs> Viola. That was a good one. I'm going to give that one to you, bro. Yeah, like actually, I thought of Viola too. People still, you know, only now I see people talk about, you know what, Widows was good. I'm like, yeah, should have seen it. In the theater then, probably. Yeah, it turns out it was good. We saw it and we were like, eh, that was a good movie. You liked it better than I did, but yes, it was good. I think it should be uh, those three. Uh, I wish Charlize fit. I really do. I love that. I love her for some reason, but oh, she just doesn't She's have one it. of my favorites, man. And we both saw the movie that we thought were like, remember when we walked Yeah, out, she's we, better in Captain Marvel than uh, Brie Larson? Yep. No, here's what I was going to say. Remember when we walked out of Mad Max true, Fury though. Road and we were like, Okay, all right. Did we watch a different movie? <laughs> we walked out and like everyone was like it was a masterpiece. We were like it was fine. You know what? <laughs> I actually bought that one because it was super cheap one day, and I uh, turned it on again. And you want to know what? Huh? Still don't like it. Oh snap! But <laughs> but no, that's not true. Actually, I do okay. like it. Um, she's better than Tom Hardy for sure. But what's the masterpiece of it? I don't get it. It was just the way it was shot. Oh, that's really what it is. I mean, there's like okay. four freaking lines in the movie and the rest of it is just a bunch of like crazy talk and, and guitars with fire and, and Gee, cars what, moving. And, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm not cutting that movie down. Cause a lot of people like it. I thought it was really, really, really cool to watch, but you and I went into that movie thinking we were going to see the next best thing. Listen, we were, like, uh, we were so pumped. dude. It was just overhyped is all it was. That was when we first, that was our first date. That was our first date. Yeah. Yeah. It was our, I remember it, it fondly. But, it's <laughs> our first date. Um, what was before it was just oh. us chatting in the before it was just us chatting in the parking lots for hours after hours, work. dude. And then we finally went on our first date. Beautiful. Uh oh, I did want to talk about uh, a movie with you. So okay, okay. So all right, well, we're done with that for now. Well, until you make the meme. Okay, fair enough. Let's move along. Damn, that was fun, dude. <laughs> I'm going to be texting you tonight about changing of minds. I know it now. Maybe. I'm going to be thinking Dude, about I'm telling it. you, I thought about that shit for hours the other day. Literally. I mean, like, that just means I was having a good day. But I had the time to just sit around and go, am I right? Am I? I don't know. Like, I really wanted to, like, huh. I really wanted to not necessarily make an argument for it, but I wanted to at least have, like, some data to back it up. That's you a know? fun conversation to have in us. If, if, you, if everyone did it right, that's a fun thread. That's a really fun thread because then you could break it down. But like, what about this movie versus this movie? That's a fun thread to have if people just didn't like, get out of here. That's bullcrap. No. If someone was like, what about this versus this? Guess what? The thread is still there. 
Oh, it's over. I'm going. Let's in there talk like, a little yeah, bit. Oh, Let's have over. a conversation. Gee, I'm going to go in there and light the place a fire. It's over. Oh, hey, bro, real quick. One little thing, because I think you saw this. And if you didn't, I know you already have an opinion on this person. But Disney Plus just announced that there's going to be a possible Lando Calrissian series starring Donald Glover, starring your boy. What do you think? Did you see Solo? No. Oh, then this, we can't have a conversation. then. It's OK. But I know you don't like him. But I am way stoked is, for this. I love him. This, the weird thing is I love Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know why I don't dig him. You know why? Huh? It's ego versus ego. Dude, that totally is. Dan. It's, it's, it is. Dan, oh it's my ego God. ego versus ego. Totally right. Uh-huh. I don't know why you're comparing yourself to Donald Glover in the first place, but I mean, it's ego versus ego. Compare- and I'm just- trying to tell you right now that he is the best part of Solo. He's fantastic as Lando Calrissian. I got to watch it. Cause I do. Love- it's a fun. It's a fun movie. You'll watch it from the non nerdy star Wars fan thing. And you can just kind of take it for what it is. I've got my reasons to kind of leave it behind. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not one of my favorites, but I think that uh, Alden Ehrenreich did a great job as solo. It was the script. It was the fact that it was one of those movies that the ball got dropped. Someone had to come and pick it up and it just, they just, it was like, um, uh, justice league. You know what I mean? Oh Yeah. And That's I like Justice League. Yeah, but it's, it's just like it was going one way, mm-hmm. the Lord Miller way, and then Kathleen Kennedy got involved. That didn't work out, so they dropped the ball. They already had some of it, so Ron Howard jumps in and takes what he has and then like makes totally. makes the rest of the movie. Which and he's he did a damn really fine good at. Job. Yeah, There's just a- some plot holes that are kind of stupid, and a lot of people just can't get over the fact that, you know, Harrison Ford is older than dirt and can't do this role. <laughs> so that's totally true. You know, and I think that as the movie went along, I think that Alden Ehrenreich actually found the groove of Han Solo, but you really have to just put everything down and go, okay, he's not Harrison Ford, but go for it, dude. And that movie did not get as much credit as it deserves, but I think that it really needs to get a sequel and be done right. And I think it could be very, very, is good. it done? Are they not getting one? Well, I think it's now going to just be the series instead. So if they just do that, Lando. okay. Oh no, because that's just gonna be Lando, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that I um I know that he's actually in talks. Maybe not in talks, but he has vocalized that he's very interested in doing a sequel for it. So it's really up to Disney, and you know it's all gonna come. But like a new story, a new story from Star Wars that doesn't exist with the old universe. Yeah, let's uh, with the original trilogy. Yeah. No, nah, that's okay. We'll just keep doing stuff around there. If they can get past that. And do a bunch of other cool stuff. That's awesome. But I think that there is some way that they can still do stuff from the original trilogy and make it good. You know, these old characters, they can still branch off. They're supposed to do a Boba Fett one, I heard. I don't know if that's still with all the Rona stuff. I don't know if that's been sidelined or whatever. And they're going to do Kenobi again from the original trilogy. So, you know what? Just give us some entertainment. That's That's it. That's all I'm asking for. I'm getting older. I I have less uh, worries about things these days, you know? The thing you were so right about when you were just like, all right, do me a favor and watch one episode of The Mandalorian. Next thing you know, I'm done. Yeah. It was fan doggone. I was so mad when it was over. When he got up there, uh, I'm not going to say the last scene, but when I saw my boy up on top, I was like, I had to text you. I'm like, what is that? What is he holding? And you broke it there like, oh, that's a whatever sword. And I was like, dude, I've never seen anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't going to go into that because if you haven't seen it yet, you should watch The Mandalorian. It's really, really fucking so good. good Plus, dude. I think the new season comes out, I want to say September. I think it's September. It's sure. so good. All right. Um, all right, go for it. 
Well, what did you want to talk about? You said you want to talk about a movie. Okay, so I was on the scenic cast recently uh, with Spoiler Steve, Kenny, and Kova. Had a great time, and I mentioned on there that I had watched a, a, a movie called Beach House. Check out the episode. We had a blast. The dudes are amazing. All of them incredible. Um, I was just listening to it all lonely. <laughs> I'm like, alone again. Do you know that Alone Again song is about him about to commit suicide? Anyway. Awesome. Um, uh, like, so Steve having fun. I'm just here. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm glad um, you were on there, man. I'm glad that you went on to a show on your own and killed it. It's a great episode. I listened to it because that's what podcast buddies do. They go on oh. another show. They have a podcast that maybe that I'm not involved with. I listen to their shows <laughs> with great support. And not only do I say, ah, I'm going to check it out. I listen to it the day it comes out, but that's just me. Because you're a wonderful friend. You're one of the, you're one of the most wonderful friends a person could ask for. Well, that's your opinion, sir, but oh, thank here you. here we go. You notice how you took away the... the well, it was, going, it was getting too ego-driven. That's why. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's called The Beach House, and I didn't think anyone in the world is going to watch this sh- movie, but Dan watched it. So, Dan, was I right in saying it starts bubbly and goes way dark way fast? <laughs> I will say that yeah. I enjoyed The Beach House, but I thought it was a very slow moving movie. I think it starts oh. off at a crawl and it doesn't ever really get to a full on run at any given point in time. Um, I liked the the content. You know what I mean? I liked the plot of it. I thought the acting was decent, although the guy that played the, well, let's see, let me give the names here. So it's uh, Liana Liberato that plays Emily and then Never Noah, Noah Legrasse plays Randall. Never seen him either. Randall. The most worthless human being Listen, on the face of the earth. In. Tell you what, honey, we're not, we're having some troubles in our life right now. We need to get our shit together. So let's go to this beach house that I did not plan to see if anyone is going to be there. And then tell you what, let me not be a man and just be like, you know what? No, that's cool. You guys do your thing. We're going to go ahead and stay at the hotel. Let me just go ahead and succumb to that as well. Dude. And, and he bugged me so much. Steve. Dude. He was Dude. the worst. He, I don't understand. But then she kind of bothered me too because there's a part where she was where an enabler. S- yes, and she, there's a part where something is on her foot, and I'm like, now would be the time Yo. to take it off. Yo, that was <laughs> wow. Now, yeah, would be see, the time. and that's where I'm like, okay, we've got a solid movie here. When I saw the foot thing, Oof. I'm like, okay, you got me. <laughs> like, all right, I'm in. It's well done. Yeah, I like the whole thing with the fog. Are we doing spoilers here? We can. Yeah, let's do this because do I don't think, I don't think the sh- we have a Shutter crew. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. And there's some Shutter people out there, but I bet you they've already seen it. So for for funsies, and just so you're aware, we're about to go into Spoilerville right yeah. now. So if you don't want to hear spoilers for this movie, you may just want to say, uh, tell you what, tell you what, uh, let's go ahead and go uh, be good to yourselves, be good to the people around you in peace. See yes. you next week. All right, for the rest of you, though, we're going to talk about a movie. So I think you like this movie more than I did. But I enjoyed it. I just thought that for, you know, the reasons that I'm going to get into, well, I kind of already did the boyfriend, the conversation with the boyfriend and the girlfriend, Emily and Randall was just so slow, dude. The whole thing was just so slow and it took a while to really get into it. And then when it got into it, I'm going to call this movie kind of a zombie movie for the sake of yes, for lack of a better term, because what it is, is that, um, like I said, these people go to this cabin and they're trying to reconcile their relationship. And then they, they are staying with this other couple that are friends of, I believe it was the guy's dad. 
if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I saw it, I saw it over a week Which seems ago. sketchy. I thought, oh, these people aren't who they say. Apparently they were. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't they think just, they were, though. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, why even put them in? <laughs> exactly. Because it's like, if there's not any plot twist with them, I mean, they're kind, they were just sort of part of the whole painting of the picture. Yeah. But it could have been anybody. Exactly. It really could have been anybody. But yeah, these people go to this cabin or this beach house and they're, they're hanging out with this other couple. The couple is Jake Weber who plays Mitch and Marianne Nagel who plays Jane mm-hmm. and they're friends of their dad. And they decide to stay with them and they take some edibles and they have this weird evening. And you kind of find out that there's something going on with Jane, the wife. Yes. And that's why they're there. And this guy, Mitch is just trying to make her life as peaceful as possible for the duration of it. And, um, but she kind of goes a little wacky for a little bit. And then he goes wacky for a little bit. And there's a part where he walks out like, you know, shit's going down because he goes away for a little while. And when he goes away, this big fog comes all over this little town that they're in. By the way, I failed to mention that when they get to this town, this town is pretty much vacant. Yes. Because it's, I guess it's like a seasonal town, like a seasonal mm-hmm. beach town. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's like hardly anybody there, which makes for a perfect setting for this kind of a movie. But during the night, this fog takes over the town. And I guess if you inhale the fog, it's going to be the same. Help me out here, Steve, because it feels like if you go to the beach, these things float up onto the beach. I'm still with the fog, but hear me out. These things float up onto the beach and they have like little tentacles and they're alive. And I don't know exactly what they represent other than in fact of maybe the, as you put it, Steve, on the show, kind of like the earth fighting back. Yeah. You know, but if you step in one of these things, like I'm, like I said, we're spoiling in this. She's st- she's st- now. I hate that shit that floats up on the beach anyway. When I'm at the beach, I don't like the seaweed and the kelp no, and stuff with the weird no. little bulbs. I don't. Yeah. I, get, I don't get anywhere near that. I don't want to get. St- First, I thought it was like a jellyfish <laughs> or something. Yeah. But she stepped in this thing, and you. It's like when you step in dog shit and you're not expecting it. Maybe your shoes off. You're like, oh, yeah. Kind of makes that yes. face, and then she looks down, and she pulls. <laughs> she lifts up her foot, and there is a. Like it's like where her ankle should be, but it's exposed. Yeah, you can see the soft tissue, and there's like something slithering around in there. And, and you're how just she like, gets it out. yeah, she gets it out, and it's it's, yeah. it's brutal. And that's like the good thing about this movie. Like it doesn't really hold back when no. it does decide to do that kind of stuff. It doesn't necessarily hold back. But you know, so getting back to the fog, I guess the fog is the equivalent of that. It has to be right. But if it is, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I was going to say because uh, of the ending of that movie. Like no one could come in and no one can leave. Yeah. Yeah. But if anyway, what happens is it ends up taking over your body and it kind of turns, it turns you into, for lack of a better word, like a zombie. Yes. Your eyes go white yes. and you just walk really slowly. And they're and your mm-hmm. the crawl that they do is about the pace of the movie. You know, it's just, that's it. Except for that one weird thing you see. That's like all taken over. You're like, what the crap is that? Right. Yeah. And they but we see nothing like that again. Right. The special effects were really good in this movie. Yes. Um, I think the overall plot was good with this movie. I think that they could have shortened it up a little bit or at least added a little more dialogue to make it. Dude. There's a lot. I know like there's certain times with movies, especially now where they're using like negative space. Uh-huh. You know, like let's say um, Invisible Man. They would yes. linger on certain shots for a long while. So you would think something's going to happen and that kind of carries the movie along. It's like they did that with their with their with their lines yes and you're like waiting for something else to happen but it never really nothing ever happens yeah but all in all i think it's it's a pretty good watch um you just have to be prepared for like a little bit of a crawl to get there 
but it's a Shutter original, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking out of inaccuracy yes. here. Yeah, and I think that they're doing fine work there, man. I haven't seen a lot of the other ones that they have, but this this Shutter original was not bad. Um, that said, you got anything else to say about it? No, I got a rating. Okay, do it to it. I would give this. I would give the Beach House two. I would give it two point five white eyes. I'm with you on the rating. I'm going to go two point five footworms. That's a per- that's a perfect rate. And and the thing is, I hated the ending. Yeah, it was hated garbage. The, <laughs> that ending, I was like, oh, so there is no explanation, and you just I hate when people are just like. Yeah, who knows? Could be this, could be that. Oh, God, help me. Yeah, I don't leave it up to my interpretation. <laughs> exactly. Just fucking sell me on like it. And this is Mid-Summer what happened. And I'm going to go, oh, who knows? Cool. Yeah, I don't like that. That gets a little no. old after a while. And honestly, it feels a little lazy sometimes. Like, yes! Like, you know what? We we're all the way here, and I kind of left this part out. So it's pretentious. Let's, let me use the old leave it up to viewer interpretation, and that'll mm-hmm. save my ass from having to write more of this movie. Gail felt the same way. She thought it was okay, but it was just a really, really slow movie. And that fucking boyfriend. Babe, Beach House? About the Beach House? Oh, the little bitch ass? Yeah, see? Little bitch ass. Love it. Love it. That's a perfect... That's what I say whenever I like make a shot over somebody. I say the same thing. (laughs) So 2.5 out of 5. What'd you say? White eyes? Yes. Okay, and footworms. That's what we got, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that witty and charming? Uh, do you have time to talk about one more before we get Let's out of here? Let's talk. Yes, please. Okay. So I asked you to watch something and uh, it is a series with six episodes. How far along are you? Five. Five. Okay. So this is going to be a pretty decent matter of fact, I'll be honest with you. I could watch five over again. Okay. So we're kind of on the same, same page. Uh, what we're talking about is Juwan origins. I'm going to start off by saying that I have seen Juwan. I have seen the remake uh, I'm not a huge fan, but it made me want to watch this one. I do like the idea of it. And okay. I'm always looking for something kind of original, especially when it comes to like a horror series. Like I like yes. horror movies, horror series. I think I like a little bit more because, mm-hmm. you, you you know, you can put it down and come back to it and leaves you in suspense for a little bit longer if you're not streaming, of course. But uh, yeah, this just aired. This actually just came out. I think it was last week. And I told Steve to watch it. I watched it on a whim. And uh I'm not going to really get into this one too much. No spoilers on this one, because I think there's a lot of people out there. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this. I suggest you watch it. But Steve, let me ask you, what did you think? Um, I think I'm going to have to rewatch a few just to because from what (laughs) I've seen, I'm Uh just like, I must have missed something. Yes. Yes. You're not wrong about that. Okay, good. Because I was just like, I'm following it, but I'm like, okay, did I miss a piece of like, did I accidentally skip over a... It feels like I skipped an episode where I'm just like, oh, I missed something totally because yeah. I don't know what's happening. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the original film do that, too, as well as the I didn't. I've never seen the original film. Uh, I know because it's based on the well, the grudge is based on Juan. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, then I have seen the grudge. <laughs> so, like, if you've seen the grudge, it's a little bit, uh, you know how, like, um, it's kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie, man. It takes you to one time and then back to another time and it keeps going back and forth and it tells individual people's tales that all kind of like end up weaving together. Totally. And that's what's going on with this one as well. But you're right. There was a point in time where I went, Oh, hold up a second. I know I missed something. (laughs) Like, why am I kind of confused? I'm digging everything that I'm seeing. Yes. But why am I confused right now? So like you, I do plan on going back and watching the whole thing again. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that as far as, 
like a horror series go. That's not something that's on Shutter. That's coming from Netflix. I know there are a few other ones out there. I found it really enjoyable and kind of uncomfortable. And it there was a few scenes in it where I'm like, damn, they're going for it, man. And they're, yes. not, they're not holding yes. back. And that's what I appreciate in a horror movie. Yes. Because I'm so sick of cliche, you know, jump scares and the whole mm-hmm. looking in the mirror, close the mirror, there's nothing there, open it up, and there's something there. You know what I'm yes. trying to say? Yes. All of those things. Or the, and people get all like twisted and start crawling after you. Yes. Or the old lady that looks really scary, which was another movie I saw this week called Relic that we'll talk about later on probably next episode. But, um, you know, it kind of avoided a lot of those cliches for me. I'm not the biggest Juon fan to where I can just sit and wax poetic about it. But as someone that is just sort of a uh, watching from the sidelines and appreciating it, you know, from what for what it was and then watching this, I'm not entirely sure. I've heard people say that it didn't really do a good job of explaining why it's called Origins and tying it with, you know, the original Juon. But there's just some things in there that I kind of like. Okay. You said you've seen, you have not seen Juwan or The Grudge? I, I haven't. I, I, I saw The Grudge so long ago that I don't even remember it. So, you know that sound? It's probably not going to sound right coming from me, but where it's like that, uh, I can't do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sound, right? Yep. Which sounds nothing like what I just did. But, uh, and it's probably good. I don't mean I don't have a lot of like a phlegm in my throat. <laughs> but that sound does pop up in the series. It does. Do you yes. remember where? Uh, someone is whispering something in someone's ear. No, maybe. But the part that I'm talking about, the part that I'm talking about involves a throat slashing. Oh, I didn't know that that was a, um, okay. I could be wrong. And okay. that's why I'm going to go back and watch it again. But when there's a certain person that gets their throat slashed, they make this noise. And I felt like, aha. That's how we're going to get this tied in. That's where this noise comes okay. from. And then they didn't touch it ever again. So maybe it just kind of sounded that way. But, I, you know, I mean, that's a pretty distinct sound. Like if you've seen The Grudge and you've seen Juwan, whatever, and you know that sound that is made before shit goes down, I'm pretty sure it's the same sound that's made when this person's throat gets slit. And it really kind of ties into the rest of the series as well. Okay. Um, but there's a, just a few things, just highlights, little highlights. I won't get into so much spoilers as highlights. There is a scene, (laughs) there is a scene in this series where it involves a pregnant woman. Oh yeah. And, um, it's good. I mean, do I, do I say it? Do I just, no, don't, don't, don't ruin it. You know what I'm talking about. It was good. And, um, what happens after that, (laughs) it kind of carries on for a while. Uh, it was pretty good. Like I've seen, okay. What was the movie we just watched? Oh God. We just talked about it too. Um, yummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in Yummy, there is this little creature that crawls around. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying the creature shows up in this, but there's something that has a similar property to it. Where you go, yes. okay, I can kind of see what Dan's talking about. That was good. I really liked that. And I thought that, you know, it even it had a little bit of cheesy look to it as far as the, the special effects go, practical effects. But I thought that it served the purpose very well. And then let's just say this little creature's former home ends up becoming... <laughs> the residence of a telephone. <laughs> oh yeah, that joke was crazy. I was like, just, the, but yeah. that whole that whole scene, I was totally confused. Yeah, no, it's you're I right. I was like, what? Uh huh. You're right. Okay, good. Just but it's sure. not the kind of confused where I just want to like sell it off. You know what I mean? And just no, like, eh. it was still good. Yeah, I don't want to write the series off just because no. of like that scene, or you know, there's times where I'm a little bit confused. But I will say, I'm being serious when I say this: that if you're triggered by things like sexual assault. Jesus Christ. Um, there's a really graphic scene. 
yeah. in the first episode. And it kind of carries yeah. over into the second episode. And the logic that the victim takes post being raped really kind of confused me. I did not see the lot. Like personally, if I was in that situation that this, this young woman is in, I would not have requested the services of someone else in this particular scenario. You'll know what I'm talking about. If you watch this, I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, and I thought they were going the direction of, Oh, this is the origin. Yeah. This, but there was like, nah, we just did that. And then I was really like, okay, I'm eager to see where this show goes. And it really doesn't. I'm like, Oh, and then like, now I'm in a really confusing area where, you know, the big dude is kind of revisiting his old place. Yes. And I'm like, I get what you're doing, and I'm hoping in the next two two episodes or the next episode, this all ties in together. Because right now I'm like, what? What now? I'm hesitant to to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway because I will be watching this again this weekend, and maybe we can talk. Maybe we'll have a different opinion yes. after we watch it again. But um, I feel that it ends on a quite the cliffhanger and you may not get that satisfying okay. feeling that you're okay. looking for, but okay. it did make me want to watch the rest of like, they're, they're onto something, dude. I think they did a really good job with this, whether or okay. not the story's there. I think the way that it shots. Well, I think that the, uh, the script is very good. I will say that the, uh, I always watch things with subtitles, even mm-hmm. if it's in English sometimes, but I will say that the subtitles and the English dialogue do not match up. If you're watching both, they're okay. very different. Okay. And I guess it's just a translation. I don't really know why exactly, but you could watch them without and you'll be just fine. I think the dubbing's pretty good. I think I may go back and watch it with like Japanese dubbing, or excuse me, Japanese, uh, yeah, like the, the Japanese cut, but yes. with like the, or with the English subtitles may be yeah. a little bit better for me. And sometimes things get missed when they get transferred over like that and you're now doing it in English. It just doesn't come off that way. Maybe yeah. the way that it was intended to, but I think just for a goof, I'm going to go ahead and watch it that way too. But, um, yeah, there are some scenes in this series that I was like, wow, that's going to stick with me for a little bit. And I thought it was very well done. So, nice. yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this. Uh, yeah. Do I want to? Yes, I am. I'm going to go ahead and give Juon Origins on Netflix. I'm going to go ahead and give it a solid four out of five demon babies. That is fair. I'm going to go ahead and give it from what I'm going to have to rewatch it. But from what I have right now, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Uh Babies carried by mystical black figures. Wow. That's a lot to write down, Steve, but <laughs> I'm just finished jotting it down. Wow. That was one of the well, that okay. was one of the scenes I was like, oof, where that theme comes in with the white eyes. I was like, woohoo. There we go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, guys, watch check it out. Let let us know what you think. I'm very eager in what the listeners uh could because I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rewatch uh, some of the episodes and be like, I must have missed something. Cause yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. I want to end this on two suggestions, Steve. I don't know. I don't want to give you homework, but I would, it'd be cool if you watch these things. If you don't, I'll just talk about them on the next show. But on Apple TV, I did get to see Greyhound. I actually saw Mm -hmm. that movie twice. I won't talk about it right now. I want you to see that one. Okay. And I also watched a movie called Relic last week. And I will get that one to you. So you don't have to, you know, spend any money or anything like that. But if we could watch these, maybe we can talk about it on either the Patreon episode. There might be no room. On the Patreon episode that's coming up. But if there is, uh, maybe we'll throw those in. And if not, we'll talk about it on episode 122. Done deal, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that was a fun episode, people. It got right up to the point where I'm walking out and I'm walking out on a high point because I got to hear my brother speak and wax poetic about all the things that he knows about, which is a lot of stuff. I know a lot. Uh, 
You know What's very that? you know very much. I know um, a few I, things. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, and the next voice you're gonna be hearing is the man himself, Danathan. Well, I love you too, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Each and every time you hit play and listen to our voices, I can't thank you enough for that. You guys mean the world to us. I'm dead serious. We already talked about that, so don't get a big head about it, all right? Anyway, thank you for listening to episode 121. My name is Dan Ramirez. For Steve Hudson, we call ourselves the Heroes of Noise. We'll be back soon. Look for that Patreon episode this weekend coming up. I highly suggest if you haven't gotten onto it, you should, but I'm going to leave it at that. With that, ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 